Hey everyone, welcome to Rewind the Love, a podcast about the best era in reality television. Recapping shows like I Love New York, Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, and all the great celeb reality shows that you love. I am Mike. And I'm Sonia, and I'm hoping you can't hear our dishwasher in the background, because it just got loud as hell. <laughs> it just paused, well yeah, it just paused, right? I thought about that when I said it before, but it should be done in a minute. Why? Well, if we don't pick up we the air We can't close off our kitchen, we can't close off our kitchen door, it's open, so if you hear random whirring it's our dishwasher i know that sounds like a flex now honestly i mean you never hear the air conditioner and i would say the air conditioner is a lot louder that's true and a lot closer so i don't even know what i'm saying we're sick we're both out of our minds that'll be the test right there because it just kicked back on anyway uh how do we normally start this show i'm so mad at this every time episode three of season one of i love new york uh Please, everyone, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, tell five friends, stars. Tell friends who don't suck. Yeah, Sonya's mine. There you go. Uh, you can watch along with us on Tubi or Hulu. There we go. I think last episode we didn't get to that for like a couple minutes. I know. We've been, you would think that we haven't done like almost 30 episodes of the show. Yeah. <laughs> based on the fact that we are less and less prepared for this intro every, every week time. Every a new adventure. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, we should just get right into this because we have so much to talk about today. We have breaking news as well. Well, not really breaking news, but news as well as, you know, entertainment and, of course, the episode itself. But to break all of this down with us, we have my friend through the podcast universe and the wonderful world of Twitter, Kira's with us. Hey, y'all. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm so excited. This is my very first podcast ever. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We're taking your podcast virginity as a a threesome. Were you expecting that? Oh, not at all. It's been (laughs) my first threesome. (laughs) We like to, yeah, no, we love to be people's first. So tell us a little bit about your background with the show. Flavor of Love, I Love New York, all that stuff. Well, I'm a little bit older. I was over 30 when these shows premiered. I was married with two small children at the time, and I could not get enough of these shows. Oh, my God. It was like the best train wreck. Oh, my gosh. Flavor of love. I know, because you've been tweeting us about this, and you have been, like, saying, you know, like, you laugh at our perspectives on it, because, you know, Mike and I were both in high school when the show came out, or college, at least at this point, college now, but um, it'll be really fun to get your perspective on this stuff, too, just especially, I don't know, just this, so many of these guys, I feel like I'm looking at so much differently, I don't know about either of you. What does that mean? Oh, yeah. I I find them, like, a little bit cornier um i kind of i feel like my alliances have shifted in terms of who i'm rooting for and who i think would be best for new york who were you rooting for when you were younger you remember vaguely i mean i know that i loved tango always i still do but i don't i don't well we'll get into how i feel about him now i i don't know i guess i could go into a couple of the people how i feel about a couple of the people as the show goes on I like Tango as a person, but I didn't yeah. like him for New York no. because I was like, he's too, he's a good guy, but I absolutely hated Chance. Ugh, from oh, I know. I'm still, I find him funnier now, but like, I still don't, still, he, what a mess he is. He's always got something to say about everything. Which he makes not that great I'm in, television. I, he's entertaining. That's certainly. I like him. Exactly. He, 
he's exactly perfect for that like cryptid hunter show. Yeah. But let let me Yeah, he would this. be. I'm from San Diego and they're from Temecula. They say LA, but they're from Temecula, which is freaking wine country <laughs> down there. It's like big houses and there is no mm-hmm. hood inside. They're like, We're from the hood. Shut up. I mean, I he said he's, that. well, what's funny is like, cause we're so East Coast. He says he's been through a lot in his life. It's like maybe the lot in his life was, you know, growing up the only black kid in a white school. It could be. I, mean, I don't know. I'm giving him know, the benefit but... of the doubt now. Well, no, yeah, knowing this, we got to do some research. I mean, no, well, they've got friggin' horses though. So like exactly. you have to have money to have horses and not just any horses. They have like Arabian horses. They're not like doing, you know, like pony rides they're like actually like breeding arabian horses and with the theme of this episode and like what they go through i'm kind of surprised Mm -hmm. we didn't find i guess out more about them with what we're discussing i don't want to like spoil it i mean obviously people probably already know but it's all about money if they're coming from family with money i'm surprised i don't know we'll have to get to the bottom of this a little bit more but i mean the beginning real does go like oh i've already established i don't give a crap about all that other stuff like i'm here for you i mean he's more honest than i don't know uh so anyway but i think first we should get into some of the some of the news that's been occurring uh we have two two things of note first we're going to start with uh so for those who haven't heard, our beloved Tiffany New York Pollard has returned to, with season two of Brunch with Tiffany. She's yes, got a couple yes. episodes out. It's on YouTube. It's through the VH1 YouTube channel. And so far, she's interviewed a couple people. The one episode that Mike and I watched and I sent to Kira to watch was with one Jasmine Masters, another meme queen. I love her. That was so, so funny. Her. It was so cute. I have to say, New York, not a natural interviewer. Um, no, not at all. The whole thing was so fast paced. Like, I know. It's like, all right, like pace yourself a little bit. Like, yeah. I felt like they were trying to like go nuts and like rush through it or something. But yeah. I'm sorry, I have to speak to the greedy girl in me. Those hot dogs look freaking amazing. Yo, they <laughs> look so good. Although it was brunch. I was like, who's eating hot dogs for brunch? Not me. Not ever. If it don't have alcohol, it's not brunch. (laughs) (laughs) So true. (laughs) Did they end up pulling out anything? Mimosas or? Uh, No, but I. They made a smoking joke, I think. Yeah, no, they were going to go get high afterwards. But no, I don't think. They were drinking Shasta's. Shasta sodas. I'm like, ghetto, but I feel it. (laughs) I think the one thing I did enjoy most, most about it is like watching New York gush over Jasmine being like a meme quotable sensation as if she isn't one herself. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She's I like, oh my God. Like, it. I can't, she's like, I can't believe, like, you know, you're, you're such an internet sensation. And I'm like, what's that like? And it's like, do you not know what that's like? Uh, like exactly. I use at least one New York gif or meme at least once a day easily somebody gets, somebody gets the headache once in my life at least once a day and you, and you know what's funny is like i feel like this show this episode in particular has at least two really famous gifs granted one of them is sister patterson but like 
sis, you're the original reality show meme queen. Like, how are you talking mm-hmm. to Jasmine Masters? Like, you can't relate to this at all. Well, she probably definitely has to play it like humble. I guess. Yeah. Well, not only that, she probably thinks younger people just see her as that, not knowing where it came from. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Or, it's a valid point. I mean, yeah. Or she just, I mean, yeah, completely changed who she is. Yeah. I don't know, but it was just, it was sweet and it was, and it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's really, it was nice to see her at, like as a grown up, like as, as kind of like a juxtaposition to this time in her life, you know, how she was like a little bit softer, but like still very much her, you know, bubbly personality that we've grown to love. Yeah. 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 And, and in complete juxtaposition to that the the more pressing news so it literally came out the day before the last episode was released and i was like well shit <laughs> like would have <laughs> but we can talk about this now so at i have the quotes directly to sum up quickly from bossip which is where i got this information at the tender age of 60 former employee says flavor flav is the father I, I mean, granted, it's an article, but I had to add that inflection to it. Is the father of her newborn in paternity suit. Oh, the, gross. I Ooh. am disgusted. I, and also especially because he's grown increasingly troll looking. Oh, he is just. He is the stuff nightmares are made of. <laughs> it's, it's like blind is... date gone horribly wrong. You see him in the restaurant and you run. I Ooh. know. And now especially so for those who haven't seen him lately, he's he's got locks now. Um mm. and they don't really look well maintained. <laughs> they um He doesn't have that flavor of love money coming in anymore. I mean, he's he's got other ventures. So that's so I'm going to read a little bit about the case because I was like his employee. Like, what the fuck does that mean? So from Bossip, Flavor Flav might want to restaff and get his child support coins together just in case. The veteran rapper allegedly has another mouth to feed. And the mother of that child used to be on his management team. According to The Blast, a woman named Kate Gamble is claiming that Flav knocked her up over the summer and he's the father of her two-month-old baby boy. A paternity case has been filed with the L.A. County Courts naming Flav as the father. The mother who filed it knows Flav pretty well since she was working for him for a number of years, but he's but recently he's been MIA. Gamble worked with Flavor Flav on the management of several parts of his career, including his merchandise store and appearances. I, as much as I don't want to believe it, I believe it. I don't probably like, like clocks and, you know, clocks are us. Well, like, like merch, you know, like, I know, but I want to know what his store is. I don't know. He should be selling clocks. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so let's talk real quick. First of all, the baby is beautiful. Regardless oh, of whether God. the baby is his or not, this baby is so cute. His name, right? His name is Jordan? Yes, Jordan. 
So his name is Jordan. He is a little munchkin. Because at first, like, I started at the bottom, and I was like, that's a generic-looking baby. And then I got up to the more recent pictures. There's one where he's got this little um, JBL brand. Like, I, I just know them from, like, speakers and headphones and stuff. He's got this little mm-hmm. JBL onesie on. He's looking right at the camera. I just want to bite his little face. Like, what a cutie patootie. But... <laughs> Which oh, makes me think that there's no way he could be related to Flav. But I say that, but he looks a little bit. So Fla- three of Flav's children are on a show called Growing Up Hip Hop New York. And he's got one son who I've been saying this since he was a child when he was on last season. That he looks like a better looking version of Flav. Like if Flav was a good looking person. <laughs> and oh. I see some of that kid in this kid. Oh. I'll have to look at that. I've never watched that. We can need we to talk about side. the baby mama for a minute? So I, mean... I wrote down that she looks like a cross between uh, Buckwild and Lacey from Rock of Love. That was my instinct. Yes! Yes! Yeah. That was my instinct. I was like, is that Lacey for a second? It looks like little, because I mean, she's got the same kind of hair like Lacey yeah. does, like Lacey still does, but like I'm just dying because she looks so much like Buckwild in the face. Oh yeah, definitely. Lacey and Lacey and Buckwild's love child who ate a whole lot because she's kind of right. Because she and <laughs> right, it has um like lived hard, live fast, oh, definitely ridden hard, so to speak. That sounds really mean. That's but I mean, flavor flame. She can't live any faster than that. I mean, at the <laughs> very point, even if this is not his, even if he is not the father, there's a good chance that they fucked. Um, there is a picture of them together from last November on mm. his in on her instagram i mean they work together hold on oh, what's this pic there's a pic of flave and stan lee together on her instagram at comic-con huh. oh it's a video mm. i i don't know it's a lot of pictures of flave and her together his his locks well, are so poorly wedding. maintained yeah they're like together mm. i don't know if they're fr- mutual friends or what but like yeah, so I'm interested to see how this pans out. Oh, definitely got to watch this one. I right, like, what the fuck is going? On? <laughs> the fact that anybody wants to fucking him still. <sighs> no accounting for taste. No, and it's so funny, like how often I see people tweet stuff like, "We need to bring flavor of love back," and it's like, y'all forget that this man is a smooth sixty. A rough 60, to be honest. They could do an older one. <laughs> like, he would want to he, date women in their 40s. He might. He would. Da- which which then, even then, it's Please. still a 20-year age gap. You're still going to be needing to, like, change his diapers at some point while you're still living your, like, golden years. <laughs> He's going for 20-year-olds. Period. Point blank. Well, I mean, not necessarily based on... I mean, I don't know. I don't know how old this Miss Kate is. But, right, because mm-hmm. if he was doing a show, they'd be 20-something. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Oh, my gosh. Look at... The baby's cute. Let's just... Yeah. Yeah. Give the I don't know how she's, how she's in so many pictures with Stan Lee. I just have a lot of questions. Anyway... Maybe a big Marvel fan. I just, like... Yeah, I know, but there's a lot of people who are Marvel fans who don't get to hang out with Stan Lee. So, <laughs> R.I.P. 
so I mean, it just was an interesting juxtaposition of like New York having this, you know, renaissance, not that she ever really left, but she's like definitely getting a lot more media attention. I think she just did a whole like live Q&A with People magazine and, you know, she's really like living her best life and he is now on his potentially eighth of his aspiring 10 children. So. Oh, that means there's possible there's a possibility of two more people that's and he i'm sure is gonna keep trying that's why i buy it because i know he's he's he's, that's what i'm saying Mm -hmm. he's professed on multiple occasions that he wants 10 children so that's why i I buy it but allegedly allegedly like the enter the the miro gif of just sprinkling allegedly's all over this (laughs) oh so with all of that out of the way Mike, would you like to get us started on this super funny episode of Mm -hmm. I Love New York? We are on I Love New York, season one, episode three, titled Big Ballers. And we open up with New York saying it's a spectacular day and she's got to get to know the guys a little bit better. Yeah, it's a bunch of really weird scenes with with the dudes at the beginning, too, because 12 Pack is like having a pillow fight with real. Is this two in a row now? Tango is putting his earring in. Opening with 12 Pack, like waking up. Probably. Bones Weird. flexing his heartbeat because he's about as skinny <laughs> as a rail. <laughs> oh my god! Flexing, flexing, his, heartbeat, flexing like his heartbeat. Like, well, like he said, it's a muscle, which it's actually not, but we'll get to that. So, uh, you know, it's funny watching, like, like Kira's saying, it's like Bones is like comparing bodies with like 12 pack. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It just like we get this whole long, like, super sweet wholesome you know talking head about him being like i love my body and you know i might not be as strong as the other guys but that's okay you know and 12 packs like you know he's got more defined abs than i do but you can also see his colon so it kind of nets out (laughs) 12 pack is actually like pretty funny when he a couple of these guys are like pretty funny funny when they want to be oh yes I know. Oh, Twelve Pack definitely. living his regulars. I follow him on. We follow him on Instagram, and he's living his like regular Jersey suburban dad life, taking pictures at the pumpkin patch with his wife and kids. Let him do you his know. thing. Shut up! I don't follow him. Oh, he's he looks the same. He still looks pretty good. He looks good. He like mellowed okay. out. Like now that he's, you can tell he's like, you know, taking maybe taking his health a little bit more seriously. At least I hope. I hope he quit smoking, but. I don't know. Like a fish. Oh my god! But you know what I think about this though is like, this is still this is the third episode. This is probably maybe like the fourth day. I feel like you're still raging, and especially if you're in your mid twenties too. Like you're raging. Like you have all I this free booze and stuff, and yeah. you just have a house where you hang out all day. Like of course you're gonna get wasted. That is true. I enjoyed Mr. Yeah. Boston here too. So he's like 12 packs jacked out of his mind and Bose weighs like 97 pounds. Yeah, I know. Like he just <laughs> fucking uh, Mr. Boston, the voice of reason over here. He's funny at times. He's he's honestly, he's very funny. I actually like Mike, him so much more this time around. Oh my gosh, Mike, you have to get that accent down. I'm sorry, Tony. I know you don't want him to do it, but he has to get Mr. Boston's accent. <laughs> See, I want, I'm going to start practicing. No, because he it just turns into a bad John Kennedy impression. Well, no, that I, do, is... I do the Kennedy for the hell of it. 
it's bad. Like, it's just bad. Pack is jacked out of his mind. Stop doing You're not even doing the accent now. What are you even saying? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Owens weighs 97 pounds. Stop. <laughs> I got to work on it. My throat's oh bothering my God. me, now, so I apologize. So, That's well, why now we have it. to segue into this really somber moment where, jacked you know. out of his mind. So, I'm. He's I'm, like a grown-up Adam from the Goldbergs. I know. Like New York, right? What's going on? You know, I, just, I can't really. That was actually a better Mr. Better, Boston yeah. impression, to be honest. Really I've been practicing my lap dance. I just picture, like, the easiest That's way to describe it, it is I'm like Adam, Adam Sandler no. doing a Gilbert Godfrey impression, doing a Boston, <laughs> doing a Boston accent. No. Yes. I'm really in like I can't do a Gilbert Godfrey. But it's like but... Adam Sandler doing a Gilbert Godfrey impression. So it still sounds like Adam's because I, I hear Adam Sandler coming through loud and clear when I hear Mr. Boston. Really? Yes. Huh. It's terrible. It's... <laughs> and he's he honestly has a really wholesome Instagram too. I like him a Are lot. You follow him too. I, oh, of course. Oh First God. of all, I tried to follow for yeah. uh, for the Rewind the Love Instagram at Rewind Love Pod on Instagram. Uh, I have tried to follow as many of these people as I could find, but I was following Mr. Boston for a while before, and he, like, travels a lot and takes, like, a lot of really, like, I don't know how to explain it. He just, like, kind of, like, stands awkwardly, uh, like, in front of monuments is, like, that's how I describe his Instagram feed. (laughs) He went, he probably made his money like he said he was going to after the show. I mean, right. So, I mean, I mean. I don't know how much money he made because of the show. We probably made because of no. I mean, from oh. his job. Oh, from his actual we just job. This. He's like, well, we're, what we'll he's get doing. to he's it. Like, I'm gonna be making six figures by the time I'm 26. Yeah, good for him. So we get a really sad scene. Well, I guess not really sad, but like pretty sad. So white boy is on the phone. So I'm guessing that they like didn't let them call home or anything for a couple days like we're like they're more or less like cut off from the outside world for a while see this is i get confused here because this makes me think it's been longer than you originally thought because for them to be like oh yeah like well as we find out white boy is one of his best friends well yeah you fucking you fucking jumped ahead a little bit so white boy's on the phone with his dad and his dad tells him oh uh i literally almost called him homer simpson i am so sorry Homer Reynolds, his friend Homer Reynolds died in a car accident. And, like, you know, White Boy is like very hurt because he says the guy always stood up for him and was like, you know, a really good friend. But the thing is, like, so then White Boy's like, okay, well, when's the funeral? And the dad's like, well, it already happened. That is where I go. How's it only been like three to four days? So, yeah. depends on Homer's religion because if Homer is Jewish, Jewish people get that shit done immediately that shit has a quick fast turnaround that's true in the jewish faith you are supposed to be very like funeral very shiva immediately within like i think 48 hours i think Hmm. i might i could be wrong it's been a i'm not i'm jewish so i'm not (laughs) the most well versed on this this is the ish well i think so because isn't white boy jewish Yes, white boy is Jewish. Okay. Okay. So for, his for, probably is too. Maybe. I mean, it's possible. I mean, based on how he talks, you he could be anything. But I mean, Miami is very diverse like that. So I mean, it's it's possible you could have a, a melting pot. I would assume. Huh. 
different ethnicities. He's got a giant uh, Star of David tattooed on his arm, which always cracks me up. Like because in the Jewish faith, you're not tattooed. supposed to get tattooed. So I love a Jewish tattoo. But can we talk about the tattoo of his mom real quick before we get oh, back into the sadness? Yes, it's um... it looks like Rambo. <laughs> Wait, but his I have to start looking at these tattoos. <laughs> So on one arm, he's got a giant star of David. I remember this very clearly from watching it years ago. Because I always had, I liked him, so I was interested. So he's got a big star of David on one arm. And he's got a portrait of his mom. So clearly he took a picture of his mom at, like, her youngest and prettiest, which I assume was, like, the 70s. You know, like, he wanted to get this, like, picture of her. stuck in the woods because the cops wouldn't let her come to the town. What? There what the go. fuck are you talking about? You've never seen Rambo. No! Exactly, so you don't get it. Brian Dennehy just pops up in the house. Leave <laughs> mom alone! alone, Mike? Jesus Christ! She said it looks like Rambo. I haven't I seen the tattoo. So, so it's clearly like his mom. I mean, it's all it's and she's got like she's got like a perm, like her hair's really curly, and it's kind of like that seventies like mullet thing. Yeah. So, and also, I don't think the person that did the tattoo was very good at tattooing portraits. So it it's like not the best. It's not the best tattoo I've ever seen. Yeah. Portraits are yeah. always tough. I feel they like are. there's some artists that are ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. And like That's you just definitely go, go didn't on go to one of find those. The good ones. It's like, well, hey. I mean, that was not really an option in 2007. Right. Go on MySpace and look for the Right, good ones. I know. That's probably I think where there's he found enough it. where like if you go into the tattoo shop, I mean he might have known someone that's a friend that's like, that's Yo, my I'll guess. Do it. Uh but if you go to a tattoo shop, they typically have all the portfolios and they say hey here's all my work let me know if you want to get something done i don't know and some people if they're good at portraits they are good at portraits like, I, that's, they don't that's like your specialty right i don't know so anyway uh he's obviously very upset uh and word starts to get around the house i remember this very clearly like this visual of him just crying with this giant towel over his head like i don't know why that just like a lot right like a lot of this like very was like a very this episode in particular i feel like brought back a lot of memories of stuff because oh well there's an episode i've been dreading this one but not for i don't know we'll get to it i i thought this was so funny because you know the first people to come in the room to check on him are Pootie, real and chance and chance walks in the room and goes hey you feel like you want to cop out of this motherfucker man like basically just trying to be like, so how sad are you? Are you ready to go home? Or I feel like he did it more as like a don't go home. Well, then why would you lead with are you ready to go home? Like, do you want to go I, home? Like the way he said it. It looked like he walked in the room and was like trying to be comforting. But oh, so you're getting like, the hell out of here now? Yeah, yeah. That's how I took yeah. it. Uh-oh. He has no grace. I mean, then you no, tell I'm... him, oh, he's in a better place. Uh. I'm sure he wasn't ready to go. He wasn't that old, but I he didn't have well, cancer. He died in a car accident. Right, exactly. Like this, there were a lot of platitudes. Plus, it's this scene is such an interesting look at masculinity because they're all 
polite enough to want to comfort each other, but not close enough to share real feelings, but also pretty deep in their masculinity that they don't really want to cry and be vulnerable. Like, I mean, obviously white boys crying like pretty heavily, but like, just like, it's, it's just an interesting look at how masculinity plays in, in this house full of men white boy phil says he feels really guilty because nobody had any way of letting him know which again makes me think like are are were they kept from like contacting the outside world for a couple days Mm -hmm. for some reason i don't know i don't know we'll have to see i mean if anybody wants to talk about it if anybody wants to come on the show and talk about it uh Actually, I think it's really interesting, but it's been, I've been thinking about that, like how, because I don't follow like closed off reality shows like this anymore. For the most part, like I don't watch Big Brother. They just brought back Real World on Facebook Live. I don't watch Jersey Shore. I mean, well, actually, no, Jersey Shore, they're not even in a house anymore. It's just like, they're all like friends. It's kind of like, I feel like it's more Real Housewives style now, where it's like they all live in their own respective homes or something. I don't know. Disastrous. Yeah, no, but either way, I think that I was watching an episode, some of an episode of the new real world, and I think that they are allowed their phones to be kind of like uh, influencers, more or less. Yeah, you can see it. They probably have like parental fucking uh, control on them. Like, y'all can't go do some of this, but we'll let you. Right, because I remember there was like a whole, there was a really great fight about like, you know, something about race there was like a really good back and forth between like the people of color in the house and like the white people in the house (laughs) and like the the white guy was like super conservative and like but like facebook living like his feelings about the situation like while the show was going on so it's Mm -hmm. like i don't i don't know i don't i guess that's just the evolution of all of this now so this part had me dying because real is like oh, your friend's probably really proud of you, like, doing what you love, like, for being here right now. Yeah. No, he's not. I don't think he's, like, he's not watching down from heaven being like, oh, I'm so glad my friend is on this well, reality no, dating he's show. Because he says he feels guilty he wasn't around because his friend would have wanted him to be around. And he's like, no, he's like, your friend would have been happy that, like, you're doing something, like, you went out, you're you know, in this case, they're doing it for the camera. Be like, oh, you're like chasing your dream. Yeah, but this isn't like York. chasing a dream. Like, this is a reality dating nice show. I know. It's a- no, believe me. That, me. that part was before. not yeah. lost on me. It's more just like, I can't believe he's saying this. Like, it's one. It's very well-intentioned. But it's like, if you actually think about what you're saying, it's fucking dumb. Not it's what you're kidding. saying, but what he's saying. Like... I don't know. It just is so funny. Also, I like was laughing because the way they decorated this room it just so happens like while they're doing a close up on White Boy behind him, there's just a random rim on the wall, like like a car, like rims on a car. <laughs> like it's like decorated like an auto body shop. Like, I, well, because this was the era of like putting <laughs> rims on your car. Yeah. You know, so they just figure out, right, exactly, that we've got a bunch of, you know, you've got, like, a a black culture show and, like, speaking to a black audience, like, why not decorate the walls with rims? Is it ironic that there's rims on the car and his friend died in a car accident? That's terrible. (laughs) 
Well, I'm sorry. You're the one that says it's in the. Scene. I didn't think about it, but. Like, what if it, what if they the like producers put that on the wall? I think it was probably oh part God, of the decoration. It was decorated. I don't think they would put it purposefully. Like, oh, we're just gonna put that's this rim behind like, you. It's just it's by chance that it's there. It's kind of weird. It's it's weird, but that's not why. I was just laughing because I'm like, it's so dumb the way they decorated this room. So like they totally decorate, totally direct him to sit right there on that bed, even though it's not his bed. Hey, sit right here. Just right. I know. Take a breather right here. Right. I know. I didn't even think about that. That's so funny. Well, it's not funny at all, but it's it's odd. So they, uh, you know, so people kind of keep filing in and out of the room and uh, Bones, for some reason, is, well, not for some reason. I get it, but I don't really get it. Is, like, brought in to, like, pray over him. He wasn't brought in. He said he was going to do it because he felt like he felt like he's like he felt like he had to step up. He's like the spiritual one. And he's a man of God. But, like, he's Jewish. All this criticism. And now you're just like, yeah. He's, I don't know. It was really nice of him. Yeah. Though. It, it was, was certainly nice. nice. I'm, I know. Like, I'm torn between being like, it just felt like, well, I think it was more just like because his talking head was like, I took it upon myself. Like, all right. Like, I get it. But, like, you know, you're not, I don't know. Him and Tango kind of got on my nerves a little bit this week because both of them just decide, like, direct, like appointed themselves as, like, be like you know, team nice. leaders of the house. Mind like, your business. Mind your business. Right. Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he's i think you're gonna be his favorite guest now because <laughs> somebody needs to Someone's laugh finally at his laughing jokes. At my jokes somebody's laughing at his i jokes. live with someone who doesn't so let me yeah. tell you i have almost wrecked my car at least three times in the last few episodes laughing at mike yeah oh, if i die well no don't, don't say that i have some money that's allocated to Mike for making me laugh so hard I crashed. Oh no, I appreciate. I thought you were gonna be like I'm. No, I'm gonna make. Like I'm gonna make sure we're gonna sue yeah, it's you like guys. The opposite of sue. Oh no. No, I appreciate it. <laughs> Going out uh, on top. Right. So oh, once the prayer God. is once the prayer is over, uh, basically everybody starts you know throwing platitudes and cliches of like he's in a better place and you know that like we're here i'm here if you need me and that kind of stuff i mean it's it's nice i'm sounding very jaded but it is for only knowing uh, it is a very a nice days, moment nice yeah it was but i went jaded too because when they zoomed out and they had the house and the church music playing i'm like oh great look at the sky chemtrails it's so beautiful let's do this <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. So uh we get we then move on to the next scene. Uh all the guys are in the great room. Uh, no, they're in the kitchen, right? I think they're in the kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. yeah. So uh Chamo comes out fully, you know, I I wrote down serving butler realness, literally. He's uh, in a butler suit. He's in like a businessman suit. He's like, you know, but he's got hair like his hair, nice hair slicked yeah. back. You know, and I love, and I as much as Chance gets on my nerves because he's, you always hear him chattering in the background. Like this yeah. one cracked me up because he goes, "Oh shit, who's that? Oh, that's Chavo!" Like you know, like he's like gassing him up about how good he looks. <laughs> yeah, they've all, they've really all, did. they all like have softened a little bit with their homophobia. But so he, it's so weird because it. At first, I was like, "Is that a tray?" And then I realized that he's holding like a briefcase, but like. Yeah. got it rested on his hand like a tray so he's like you know so he's what is the chance he has that oh you look like a mafia guy today 
bringing in the hit order. Elected to read the note from New York is Heat in his corduroy bucket hat. Oh my he, god, I have that in my notes too. A fucking corduroy <laughs> bucket hat. I don't Fashion think it gets more 2000s than that. And I I don't I can't explain to you why because it's not like it's a thing a thing a lot of people were doing. It's yeah. just it just is so telling of he the time. He started it. So New York says that her delicious dolls uh, will be working hard for their honey today. New York needs a man who's got big earning potential to support her big spending lifestyle. Uh, I cannot believe they really got on television and were like, three episodes in, we're going to call her a gold digger. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. So they will be meeting with a career specialist who will be helping uncover which of them has the most successful future. And what's terrible is when he reads that line, the camera is like on real and chance. And I'm like, oh no. Like saying this from the future. Like he doesn't have a future because he dies. Get your colons oh. checked, everybody. Jesus. Get your colons Please checked. Thank you. So uh, they have, I know, and I mean that genuinely. Like, and the more I'm watching this, the more I'm like, he was the best choice for New York. He really was. But then again, he wasn't because she would have, oh gosh. She wouldn't have been, like, she she would have been a better choice for him later. And like, once she kind of came to her senses a little bit. If he was on the show by himself. I feel yeah. like having both. No, of them I think she's still different. at this point. Like, as much as I love her, and I totally understand why she's doing this, and I'm not judging her for it, she's being like super shallow because the people she's gravitating towards the most are the ones who either have a lot of like, to quote J.C. Chazay, thug appeal, <laughs> and or uh what's his name or uh like basically the ones who are like the best looking yeah so, so like, like what, 24 25 yeah exactly to choose the best looking ones it's just how it goes on these shows no but like the thing is like for onyx for example who literally has the personality of a fucking ritz cracker you should have said a personality of a rock <laughs> that's yeah, true yeah, i was gonna say you can't even say a ritz cracker ritz crackers are too they are right. delicious and i love them much <laughs> Don't don't insult the Ritz cracker. Like literally, yeah, he's he, he's got no personality, and he's like I feel like he's not even especially that good looking in the face, but he's got a clearly like a he's got like a decent body, like you know, like I don't see what she's yeah. like so enamored by in him. It's her type. I know yeah, that, but cool. like. He, even for her type, like like to me, Tango, obviously, as I've made abundantly clear, I get it. Um, you know, twelve pack, I get I could see how when you're twenty-five, like twenty-four, twenty-five, that kind of thing is appealing. Like Rico and his fine ass accent, I get it. But like, you know, and then I think like third place in terms of her priorities are like, you know, boldness, which is why she likes, I think like white boy and she likes mr boston so much her and mr boston have a surprising amount of chemistry i feel like mr boston is one of the people that's there just to be like on the show i know but also they have a lot of chemistry but I feel she like. enjoys yes he does make her laugh a lot because he's, he's a funny dude yeah, yeah. he keeps her fed the way to my heart <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly so 
they get two hours to prepare presentations, visual aids, and resumes. So they are led into the great room where there's a bunch of, you know, laptops set up, poster board, markers, all this stuff. Given all the tools needed. And as much as I love Mr. Boston, this line kind of like made me cringe a little bit because he's like, oh, these other guys don't know how to work a computer, let alone write a resume. And it's like, well... That is a little bit of your privilege showing. <laughs> like, you know, a little bit of racism, a little bit of privilege. You know, not everybody gets the opportunities in school to get those sort of lessons. So yeah. I don't know. I just was like, you know, I don't fault him for it, but I was like a little bit. So it was like 2006 or seven. I understand. Privilege that. wasn't as recognized. I'm f- by fully the aware of that. Rather, I guess. I mean, even now, like, it's one of those things that it's, like, tough to explain if you're not, like, acutely aware of it. Mm. Like, there's a lot of stuff with this show that aren't quite microaggressions. It's, like, micro-microaggressions where it's, like, if you're not aware of why this is an issue, it's tough to articulate what's problematic about it. Right. So, Bones, being a fucking human puppy dog, is, like, again, he's, like, I'm already at a disadvantage right now because... I'm not worth a million dollars and I'm not going to be worth a million dollars next year. Like, do you think that any of these guys have fucking money? Do you think that any of them would be here if they had money? Onyx might have some money. That's true. He's, well, he was, well, we'll get to him and why I'm just like. I wish we could have found out how much they're all worth at the time. I can't imagine very much. And well, I, we'll, we'll get to it. We know how much booty's worth. I, oh, that's her, that's her. I, I, oh, okay, I can't, I am, like, dreading, but also really excited to talk about that. But either way, so for some reason, Chance is looking at the at a printout of a map, and that says global strategy, and, and he, I thought this was interesting that he was the only one in his talking head who was like, I want to show Sister Patterson that I, you know, can support her daughter. Yeah. As opposed to the rest well, of them, where they're like, I want to show New York. He pronounced resume, though. I maybe I'm telling you, maybe he's got this secret, you know, like bougie lifestyle that he's what like, you know. We had no idea. I don't know. We've opened a conspiracy. So it seems like they're given. I also thought this was funny too. I, as much as I say I can't stand Chance, I'm like, oh, this thing he said was funny, and this thing he said was funny. Where you know they're given this kind of rubric, I guess, to sort of funnel, you know, what sort of things they're going to be talking about, and like, you know, they're all kind of like laughing about what they're going to fill in because they're not really sure. And he goes, oh, I'm a porn star and a street pharmacist. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. I know. Yeah. I like. I know. Funny. And he wraps it up in a talking head, going, "I'm a rapper musician. I don't make resumes." <laughs> I mean, I guess you don't. You're right. While they're all doing this, white boy it's, is like um, off in the living room by himself. What? what I did looked you find? up because I I googled him. Who? Chance. Chance. And it says he's the second of four children. Right. Uh, in South Central LA. So maybe they grew up there and then uh, just came into money? He was raised money? on a horse ranch with his brothers. So uh, that doesn't And the stallion there was up. real and there was one other. I've been to South Central LA a few times. I don't remember seeing any horse ranches. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I don't know a lot, but I, I don't know a lot about LA. Like, 
you know, I feel like you have to go to like the outskirts of LA to even get to somewhere where you could have a horse ranch. When you go into do it is personal Wikipedia. The only thing listed is in November 2017, Givens was attacked by a monkey in Thailand while filming a documentary. (laughs) The most on brand (laughs) anecdote, to be honest. Like (laughs) that is so fitting. That is so fitting. Oh my gosh. So, uh, he's also, I think, trying to pitch a dating show of his own. Like, he keeps talking about a last chance at love. Return of the Black Stallion. Return of the Black Stallion. I hope he gets it. He could be the one to revamp this. I would, I'd, I mean, I'm gonna watch. And not just because of, you know, the show like i would i I would actually be interested to watch that yes. even if we didn't do a podcast about it so uh, he should bring all the old girls back like hot wings oh my god i, See, I don't remember any of them i, so I barely remember any of them so i'm really excited to tap into that in like two years or so whatever we get around to it i don't <laughs> fucking know there's so many episodes of all of these shows so uh while all the guys are making their posters white boy is off in like i guess the living room all by himself with like he's like staring out into the hollywood hills and like all black with his chanel sunglasses on and new york sex positive icon tiffany new york pollard goes uh i just like she goes to comfort him and she's like i heard he had a death in the family so i just just made me want to give him my bosom that was funny she literally like was like lay your head upon my titty like you know like she like sits on his lap and just like it's the most calming place she tells him you know i love the way she says this too that she's like so um there's a bit of a challenge going on (laughs) it's a bit of a challenge and you know she she gives him the option more or less to like not participate if he's not feeling up to it I don't know if either of you know, well, Mike said he didn't notice this. Kira, I don't know if you noticed this, but during this part where she's doing this talking head, she has like a lisp out of nowhere. She sounds drunk. Oh, well, she's wasted. That's what I was saying. This, This whole episode, especially once we get down to like the barbecue later on, wasted. Yeah. Wasted. mm -hmm. But at this point, I like. This was heavy. She goes, I allowed him to make his own decisions. Like, I was surprised that. His own? Like, his. And it was a very slight. Like, like, I had to go back and was like, is she lisping right now? Like, it sounded almost like she had bit Mm -hmm. her tongue or something, like, right before she went to go do this. Because it just came out like Mm -hmm. a little less tiniest bit. So. I heard it. Yeah, okay, good. I'm glad I'm not alone. I'm not going crazy. Uh, so all the guys are working on uh, their resumes and their poster board, and the music gets a little tense, you know? And while we cut to all the different guys doing their different things, we see Pootie, like, just staring at his poster board and looking really distressed. And then he goes, it's a competition. I'll pull some tricks out of my sleeve and says that everything is fair game. So you're like, what the fuck does that mean in the context of a competition where you have to talk about yourself? Yes. You know, like, what are you going to do? That's where his strategy makes no sense. So you see him, like, 
kind of pacing and like walking over by a bunch of poster boards on the floor and he drops his and you know picks something up and is like doing all this stuff and you're like why the fuck are they showing us this like you know and he just sits back down with a poster board like everything's normal and it's like okay 12 pack walks in the frame and looks at heat and goes who stole my graph like so putty took 12 packs financial information (laughs) well we don't know what was on the chart we don't know what was on the chart but uh so he's like oh and 12 pack in his talking head is like you know i'm busting my ass over here and pooty the freaking fruity his word not mine pooty and fruity steals it so like 12 pack goes over and he's like hey man like what's going on and and Pudi's like you know sorry you didn't put your name on it like you that's what you learn in school right don't did you learn that in school you put your name on it or otherwise it's gonna get stolen and five-year-old thank you right like and 12 pack is like he's having the reaction that i feel like all of us must have had the first time which is like are you kidding like are you are you like hazing like what's happening here like he's like kind of like chuckling but also being like i think this guy is serious so like they both are kind of like pulling at the board because 12 packs like uh it's mine and pootie goes we all got investments man (laughs) is that what (laughs) sure so 12 packs like listen i'm like listen like i'm just trying to be cool and pootie's like but you're laughing and i don't know it's just such an uncomfortable scene. It's just the beginning of the end in terms of uncomfortable scenes in yeah. this episode. Honestly, oh, yeah. this is the episode like when the when the whatever it's called the Valentine's Day marathons would be on VH1, and I saw that it was this episode. I it's would the Scots skip it. Tots of I love New York. It is. It is the Scots Tots. Oh my god! Right, because I just I watch especially the scene later on, even like because the. The video of Sister Patterson laughing during his presentation, oh like, just made it back onto my Twitter feed, just because it was like it was like a thread of Black people laughing videos, and I was just yeah. like, oh, did you forget the context? Do you know the context this is on? It's not funny. So, well, when it's happening, it's funny, but then it's whenever- not funny. It's well, I don't. God. Oh, bro. <laughs> no, no, stop. You're spoiling the moment. Oh, I didn't so, spoil anything. Everyone so <laughs> for some reason, again, this is when like I really started getting tired of Bones because Bones again like jumps in to be the mediator, you know, in every situation. Like he should stay He's as the fucking house mother. Jesus. <laughs> yes. Jesus is my homeboy. That's <laughs> remember yes. those shirts? Remember those fucking shirts? My mom never yeah. let me have one. My mom never let me have one. She said it was like Imagine when he was dancing, when he like threw water on himself, it just turned to wine. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't keep laughing at him like this. <laughs> You're encouraging him too much. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We have to keep him humble. Oh my goodness. Oh, so yeah. 12 pack kind of finally resigns and he's like, listen he can have my graph he's not going to be able to read it like it's not his information so it's not going to make sense and pootie goes to him you got the 12 pack i got the graph everybody's gotta have something (laughs) so then we see all the guys 
getting dressed and ready in their suits, except for Pootie, who's in a tank top, cargo pants, and a hat. And white boy who put on a black Dickies short set. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's, yeah, no, right. Like, he looks like a, like, he's, like, trying to be, like, a cholo. Like, you know what mm. I mean? Like, that like that was the vibe. Like, cholo funeral. Uh, he looks like a dark UPS man. <laughs> that is exactly, yes. That is exactly what it is. What could white boy do for you? all the guys are kind of filing out to the van including white boy who says you know the show must go on so i'm going to make the best out of this situation i was expecting him to still do a presentation because once he goes like i'm gonna go i thought he tried throwing something together quick because he had like a little portfolio thing he was carrying yeah and we don't see him present right no I don't think no. he went. He went there, but yeah, he. I definitely don't think he presented in the end. I mean, I guess he also didn't really have time. Like he didn't have yeah. time to prepare. Like even if he was up to like going out or doing, like he probably would have been up to maybe doing another challenge, depending on what it was. Yeah. But you know, having to write down your financial information and like review how your life is going while your friend just died, like after like a couple hours after finding out your friend just died, is like a lot to ask somebody. Yeah, so they're, they're brought to this. Like, well, we can't leave you at home. Right, I know. Yeah. Well, yikes. So, uh, right. So they're all brought to this office building where they wait in a lobby outside, or I guess the whole thing is called like New York Inc. And Chama was the admin, uh, this little earpiece and all of that jazz. Cut to uh, New York calling Chama over the intercom from the office, from the boardroom, which is like all dark with like those old timey kind of like hooded lamp like i don't know how to describe those lamps like it's like if you imagine like an old-timey accountant like that's what it kind of looks like so there are three chairs in this boardroom obviously new york and sister patterson and then one's turned around they all file into the conference room with their little posters and she reminds them kind of the point of this and that she wants somebody whose money she can spend more or less and to help her out, she's invited a very special friend, Amarosa. So I know. Yeah. So for those not who, who I was don't, expecting either. I was for those like, who fuck? you don't remember this, no. I because a couple of her lines in this are like, well, they're iconic lines of the week. Spoiler alert! But Yay. like, it's I remember them from this. So for those who don't know or who only know Amarosa as the one-time staff member of our of the alleged president of the united states uh amorosa was a contestant on the apprentice like basically i think one of the first really big like hated realities one of the first big reality stars period but like i feel like one of the first like truly like universally villainized Oh my gosh, did you ever see her dating show? She had a dating show? I it think I remember Merger. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't think I I don't remember if I actually watched it, but that sounds very familiar. I caught a couple of episodes. My sister was totally obsessed with it because Albie Shore was a contestant. What? We're was he really? Yes. Yes. That's so weird. Was it anybody else famous or was it like I just... don't remember. I just remember him and Donald Trump was like her advisor 
for these guys. Like, oh my God, it was a hot ass mess. Oh my God. Oh, and, and I'm like, why would anybody want to date her? She's such a bitch. She was <laughs> wait, she was engaged to Michael Clark Duncan when he died, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. She was married Damn. when she was on the apprentice. Then they got divorced. Right. Yes. And then she had that god awful dating show. And then she was with Michael Clark Duncan. I mean, there could be others in there, but I'm like, yeah. what is the attraction? Because she is not pretty. I thought that she, well, what's so funny is during the scene, I was like, she looks really good. Like, the outfit looks really nice on her. Her hair is, like, perfectly coiffed. Like, I thought that she looked stunning here where I don't really, didn't necessarily feel like I felt that way then. Yeah. I don't know. And then plus, like, being a Republican is, like, bad for your skin as a black person. <laughs> so, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, look at Stacey Dash. Hello. She looks bad. Yeah, she aged overnight. Oh, yeah. Because the thing is, when, when she, she did Kanye's video, she still looked like phenomenal. I know because she wasn't like fully leading into being a Republican then. And when she did Clueless, she was like almost thirty. That's true. So like, and she was old enough to play like a teenager. And we all more or less bought it, you know. Yep. This one I thought was interesting because Onyx said he was honestly scared of her because she has a reputation for being kind. Of, I thought that he was going to be like, you know, for being like tough or whatever. He goes, he just straight up calls her a bitch. <laughs> like, I was like, Woo! okay, getting right into it then, I guess. So, you know, and it's interesting, too, because I'm curious to know how much of Amorosa's villain edit came from her because I don't I wasn't watching The Apprentice during this time I only really ever watched The Celebrity Apprentice like how much of her how much of her like image was actually her being terrible or if it was just like she was a bitch because she was like a woman who stood up for herself and like wasn't here to make friends and you know all of that jazz yeah but like if if you ever see any of it back i'm sure it's on youtube somewhere it's some of it was just like really being picky towards some of her other female counterparts yeah that's right okay i have to be way harder because not only am i a woman i'm a black woman so you know it's like you can be hard without being degraded that's definitely true and that that's right i do kind of remember that being part of it was just like she was just straight up mean to people when i know this isn't like they're not on america's next top best friend but like right you know there's a way to go about doing that that's not like i don't know i mean it is a competition so i mean we'll have to go back and watch also i thought that she was like the new york equivalent where she made it to like the i completely forgot that like she gets eliminated in episode nine. Damn. Oh. Like, not, she didn't yeah, even make it that point. far into the season. This is also the season that uh, future husband of Juliana Rancic, Bill Rancic, won. Oh. This is season wow. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was so, say, that was the very first season because yeah. everybody made a name off of that one. Right? This was a this was a I know, just the beginning of the end. Like, that's how we ended up where we are now because of this fucking show basically go back in time do, I, do, do a terminator reference Donald I, Trump. <laughs> I mean i know well i mean arnold loves to make them so listen 
especially about Trump yeah, in particular. Didn't like, he make one about Trump recently? He did a video where he was talking about it because of the whole immigrant thing. I don't remember. That was a while. It was well, yeah, it it was a little while ago, but yeah, he did some. Well, because he's like the ultimate example of the American dream. I know, it's supposed but to be. And still ended up a Republican. So uh, Amorosa greets all of them and tells them that she's excited to see what they've got, and they all go back out into the lobby to be yes. called in one by one. First up is Tango, and I like that he comes in with a strategy of like, all right, this is like a high pressure situation, but I'm not gonna let them see me sweat. So I was like, all right, coming into this with a good attitude. Uh, so he t- says that his background is in real estate, flipping houses, and Amorosa, you know, predicting the future here. Because again, this is 2007, right before the housing bubble burst. She's like, the real estate market is bottoming out. Like, what's your plan then? And like, you're not going to be able to flip houses if Buy nobody's up as buying much as you them. Can while it's going down. Yeah, no, that's actually a bad idea. <laughs> like, give like, it another ten years, and I'll sell them all for a profit. I mean, I know. Well, he, well, that's when he says that he's that's got like a lot. Now, of... Like the housing market did go way back up. I mean, I know, but like there was a solid period of time else. where he would have been out a fuck ton of money. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he still, he oh, still yeah. seems like he's doing. He seems like he's doing okay for himself now. So you know good for him he's actually said that he had a bunch of properties uh near dc which i was like does that mean that you're a gentrifier like what does that mean exactly <laughs> and sister patterson's like all right how much do you have in the bank right now and he goes let's say three hundred thousand. what do you mean let's say that's pretty funny the fuck is let's say like i don't know like let's say i have a million dollars all right doesn't make it true <laughs> So I this is the first of a couple iconic lines of the week. I love this line from Amorosa. Like it was it's very clearly like rings in my head. I just it's one of my favorites. It's if that's the case, then why not diamonds instead of the cubic zirconias in your ear? What a fucking icon. Just like read him to Phil. Just that one line just dragged him. And York and Tango are both laughing. He's got a really good attitude about it. Um, And I thought this was like, I'm torn between feeling like he's such a tryhard and then also kind of feeling like he's into it, like still kind of buying what he's selling because he's like, oh, like just in case it's not embarrassing enough basically to like be dragged for my finances in general. You know, I'm doing it in front of a girl I'm trying to, a woman I'm trying to date. Right. So I thought that was like kind of sweet. I don't know. I guess my standards are like lower than I thought. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) Amorosa dismisses him, but does give him credit for being poised under pressure I mean, I'm sure also because you're going first, that's like a lot of, yes. that's stressful too. And he like tries to like thank them for his time. And she goes, all right, Tango, like, thank you. Bye. Like, hello, get out. <laughs> he came out, he's like, she was a monster. I love, and for some reason that line rings in my head too. And I don't know why the way he says that is really hot, which is like such a fucked up thing to say. Like, this is like literally like my biggest personality flaw is being a straight woman. And like- <laughs> Like, literally, the way he goes, Amorosa was a monster. I'm like, I don't know why, like, the way he says that is, like, I don't know. He's got a really hot voice. I don't know. I've got a weakness for good voices. Totally in love with him. I don't know oh why. And he, like, he's another one, too. Great with a beard. I don't know. I have a thing for good voices. Like, like deep voices, I guess. I guess. I know. Like, well, I hear myself back. Mike, you I... have a good voice. Thank you. 
next up is real. Uh, his plan is to breed, sell, and buy Arabian horses. Sister Patterson, like who loves him, is all in on this. This and- makes sense though, and it explains their background a little with real and chance because of the horses. The growing up on the ranch part. and everything yeah, like he was like you... oh we're gonna invest. i'm just thinking about it now what what do you mean you're just thinking about it now wasn't that what we were talking about this whole time that they have horses yes but when i was watching it i did i completely forgot that they had horses oh, so i was like okay. oh it's like well it's an interesting investment idea but okay yeah no they're called the stallion heirs well i know that uh, but i anyway, forgot that they were like raised on a new york looks race. bored as fuck and Amorosa. <laughs> Asking the good questions goes, um, so does New York have to be a part of this? Because if I remember correctly, she's not a big fan of horses. And they flash back to her in season two, yes. like going horseback riding in the vineyard of like season two of Flavor of Love. Oh, I'm falling. Oh! Maybe that's where they picked up Real and Chance because they were into Mecula. I mean, listen, they were doing, well, I mean, they they probably did castings. They seems like they did castings out of New York and L.A. mostly because there, there are several people from New York, like New York, New Jersey, like the New York metro area on this show. Well, you yeah. need it, too, with her being New York. I feel like you need it. East well, New York, she's from, she's not from, we've established I know, she's so from many the times. Area. She's from, like, upstate western New York. That's not But New people York. don't know that. I, the people hey, who know the know. State. Exactly. That was like when I went to because I went to college in Albany, and every once in a while, like you know, you'd see people from like out of state, out of state, and I'd be like, "What are you doing here?" And they're like, "I wanted to go to school in New York," and it's like you did this wrong, all the way wrong, all the way wrong. Albany sucked. Like it's sorry, everybody. Like it's it's like it's sad. It's a sad place. So. Uh, so she and Sister Patterson, Amarosa and Sister Patterson start kind of going back and forth. And Amarosa is like, hello, like she's scared of horses. Like how, like how this gonna work? And New York is like, I am afraid of horses. Amarosa is making a great point. And Sister Patterson's like, blah, 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 investments and blah, blah, blah. And Reel's just off in the corner licking his lips. And New York, who clearly has not learned a single thing, goes, I'm def- definitely done with asses. Because she made the ass joke last time about the horse. Mm-hmm. And it's like, not what an ass is. Like, that's donkeys, sweetheart. Baby, come on. Oh, up next... Lover, right, I know. Uh, up next, we get a clip, quick clip of Bones uh, trying to put his poster board up and it that falls down. And Amorosa just goes, Bones, get it together. <laughs> Just the way she says it, just like cutting, reading these boys to fill. Then we get Chance. I love his poster. It is literally just scribbles. It is a timeline (laughs) and a bar chart. And then it's got stallionaires written with dollar signs in the middle for some reason. Tells us that he and his brothers are the stallionaires. Also, his shirt is like mostly open. He like looks not like only does black Fabio, yeah, <laughs> or the black thin, like rail thin Fabio, yes, a hundred percent. And he goes, I love this. Like clearly, just not the brightest crayon in the box. Goes, our goal is to go platinum, which is like most people who make music. No, like it's almost our... impossible nowadays, though. It's well, it's in two thousand seven, it was possible. Yes, uh, 
our goal is to go platinum. And as soon as we go platinum, we get a nice big fat deal. Is that like, am I like insane for like being like you did that in the wrong order? It's so the wrong order. I mean, you know, if you like, you go platinum and then, I mean, like, like you're not chance. You're, oh my God, he's chance the rapper. (laughs) (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) He did. He went chance the rapper. Because I was about to be like, well, he's not chance the rapper. And I'm like, well, technically. He's OG wow. Chance the Rapper. Yes. Because that was Chance the Rapper's whole thing, right? He was like an independent artist who went, mm-hmm. who was really successful the and then got a yeah. deal. Yeah. And that is so funny. Oh my God. What if, what if the famous Chance the Rapper heard that was like, I'm going to do that and I'm going to call myself Chance. Oh my God. This is, what he, this is where he got his inspiration from. <laughs> I'm going to be Chance the Rapper. Let's do that hockey. Let's do that hockey. Oh my god. Imagine this is where it came from. I don't even know where Chance the Rapper got his name from. Side note. I have no idea. I don't like him. We just solved like that's like the Da Vinci code of rap names. I know. Well, like because we shared a meme a while back, like when the show first launched, it was like when it's like when it's like I'm so old that when people say Chance the Rapper, this is who I thought they were talking about. And it was like a picture of Chance. And uh Amorosa says, I think Oh, no, this isn't my favorite line because I forgot what's coming up. So then Amorosa says one of my favorite lines of the show. You know what's interesting about your presentation? Excuse me? It's whack. Well, now all the momentum was taken (laughs) from it. Like, because I know, because I I tried. So I'm cutting around this, but I tried to do this the first time. And then Mike interrupted to let us know that the reason why Chance the Rapper's name is Chance the Rapper is because his real name is Chancellor. So. Sorry, everybody. You got to look behind the curtain. There you go. Pull that curtain back. <laughs> then Break that fourth wall. Then we get uh, Rico's presentation. He has a giant paper heart pinned to his lapel for some reason. <laughs> uh, and there's a graph that generally makes no sense. Is it, Was he the one that had like the wave graph yes. thing? It yeah. Made, it was yeah. up and down. It, it was like a roller coaster. But it's like, was... what is that? Like, what do you... Yeah. What Do is it. why are you going down? What happened? Right, because he says my he he wants to go to the top. Like they're saying all this stuff, like they're the first person to ever have this dream. Like, I want to go to the top where my goal is to become a model. And Sister Patterson just goes, They don't want you. That was great. She was she was phenomenal in this scene. Oh my god. Well, no, she gets even better. Uh she, up next, she gets even better. But like he's like, Well, she's like, They don't want you. And he's like, if they don't want me, I'm gonna go to another place and she goes no you will never be a model <laughs> like yeah she doesn't even is, go here i mean right exactly <laughs> yes yes that is the equivalent she doesn't even go here and then sister patterson says there's no way tiffany is gonna find the right guy in this bunch of zeros up next is um i don't want to say my favorite but it is certainly hilarious. So we we are kind of introduced in the middle of 12 packs presentation where Amorosa's like, I'm sorry, can we see what's behind that poster board? And Amorosa is dying laughing. It basically it's a 12 pack plus New York equals heart. And I feel like me describing what it looks like isn't going to do it justice. So I'm going to let Sister Patterson describe it. 
He's in a pair of funky Speedos. His body is yellow from jaundice, of course. And then he draws New York big boobs, triple Ds. Her face is white. What's going on? He's crazy. I'm sorry. This fucking kills me because she's like, the part that really just does me in is she goes, his body is yellow from jaundice, of course. <laughs> like, of course. What do you mean, of course? She said straight gave him disease. His his what is it? Your liver? Just yeah. Don't he, he's just out of here. Oh my god! I just saw that jaundice. Of course. Oh my he god! And also, it is really him. weird that he like didn't finish coloring in New York's face. Right. So I'm she's like, like, what is that? She ran out of time. I guess. So Onyx is up next, and uh, his lackluster ass. He oh literally god, he says. He literally says, I went to college, I work in the corporate field. He has his master's, too. It's like he's, like, a lizard in a human suit. <laughs> he, like, like, is that not the most generic, like, description of an adult life? I went to college, and I work in the corporate field. Well, he has, oh and he God. has his master's. But he yeah, says that he was the only a, impressive thing. He works for he a works Fortune, for a Fortune 500, 500 but he company. can't probably reveal who it is. They can cut around that shit. You don't but seem to understand how cutting works. I mean, right, you can at See, least... times I say they can cut things, you go, well, you have no idea how this works. And then I, when I, they can cut, it's a fucking... Now all know. of a sudden they can? Basically, so then Kill through me. this, like, they're playing this, like, romantic kind of music, and New York is absolutely smitten. You know, she's like, I don't care what he's presenting. I'm just noticing how good he looks. Arosa is apparently, for some reason, unbeknownst to me, also into it. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, Do you want to take your jacket off during this presentation? <laughs> Hello? Did we not discuss that she was engaged to Michael Clark Duncan? I mean, the I. The in Planet of the Apes? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think. I mean, I'm, I wasn't sure. I was. I mean, he's not my type, but I could see the appeal in a way that I literally can't see for Onyx whatsoever. And then this was kind of annoying to me, but like, you know, New York's like, oh, like this part isn't annoying, but what the producers do is annoying. So New York is like, oh, you want to borrow my Onyx? Like, girl, like, back off. Like, is basically the gist of it. And then they enter this like cat fight sound over it like wow yes. like, yes. okay we could have done without that it was like friendly joking banter it didn't need to be hostile like you and know it didn't stupid sock hop music in the back what was yeah that? like do 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 like you know it's so fucking corny Same. so he he takes his jacket off and like you know and York's like oh and he's just like pumping around and I just imagine him swinging those big masculine manly arms and then they superimpose him doing his weird Terry Crews that was dance that was funny like from the mansion he's like the old fucking spice over guy. like that's what I'm saying yes oh, he, he is Terry Crews was also an old well spice don't guy. don't bring Isaiah Mustafa into this because he's actually a good looking person like. He deserves better. Any opportunity to bring too, up right? love of my yeah, he wasn't it too. Good for him. Any opportunity to moves. talk about love of my life, Bill Hader, I will take it. <laughs> God. <laughs> it too. It too. Um, it wasn't even really that good. But You're a clown. <laughs> Don't spoilers. People have seen it. They've read the books. That's not even how the book ends. Is it how the first the original movie ends? I don't 
No, I don't With, think like, so. John Ritter in them? I honestly don't remember. Right. Oh, um, no, anyway, put it this way, people: don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. So <laughs> it's a weak ass ending. Anyway, I, I mean, it's symbolic. It I understand what they're trying ending. to do. Uh, so anyway, uh, Mr. Boston is up next. He's ta- He's a CPA, apparently, and the average CPA, he says, makes well over six figures. Sister Patterson is eating it up. They literally put dollar signs over her eyes. Like, she is all in. Yes. Uh, she's it's literally, she's, so it's so funny, because I was thinking about this, because, you know, I, when I was a teenager watching Coming to America, my mom would always laugh and be like, oh my God, your dad is going to be just like John Amos's character. Because that's so <laughs> my dad, where like he was like, he wanted me to marry a man with money just so I, because he wanted me to be comfortable. <laughs> like, well, didn't work out that way. Sorry. <laughs> like, but like, um, but like, it, it's kind of like that. It's like gold digging, but like with, a purpose you know like you just want the best for your kid but it's like right. in a shallow way <laughs> right like, no. you know like not really caring so much like my dad would so be the kind of guy who would have wanted me to marry a daryl over a over a, a prince Hakeem. you know yeah that's that's just my dad was shallow mr boston points out that in 2007 next year because obviously this is for filmed in the end of 2006 he'll be 26 years old and already making a six-figure salary sister patterson literally like they play like a, a catholic children's choir over it's like, oh. like you know and she's like mr boston has a plan if only he was mr boston God. is going places and right now i'm ready to call him son-in-law <sighs> if she sure. was so money focused how did she end up with new york daddy with that fro with that little micro ponytail on the so back i head? still Please. think i <laughs> i in my head and i have no reason to know if this is true or not but ever since my friend pauline said that he looks like an african-american studies professor that's where I'm like, maybe she just married, maybe he's that, and she married him because, he, you know, he gets, he probably gets paid pretty nice. <laughs> like, he's like the dean of, like, the, like, you know, Pan-African he's Studies the, Department, yeah. you know, and he's just doing his best. He better, because, man, you cannot tell your daughter, like, I have a daughter, I'm not going to tell her, oh, yeah, go find the most successful man on the block while I married your military daddy who didn't have two nickels to rub together when I met him. Sure. Listen, people always want, you want better for your kid than you you want for yourself, right? It's so much easier to give advice than it is to take it. Exactly. So much easier. find someone. What? Without free shots. What? Like she said, you do want better for your kid and stuff, but you gotta be real. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be realistic. Right. So up next is Heat. Uh his poster made no sense. So I wrote down a couple of the things that I observed. So he's got a drawing that says Puerto Rico, Spain, and Queens. It just says residual income. It just says yeah. acting. Uh, he writes God in a sun uh, and then just draws a line down to his mom and his yaya. And it just says focus, passion. And then across the top, it says never stop working or believing. Like it just 
The poster makes no goddamn sense. Mm-hmm. So he was brainstorming. I don't know why he's talking about God and his mom and his yaya or at all. Like, why are they coming up in a presentation about the about your finances? Like unless family man, he gotta take care of his mama and his yaya because God well, exactly right. So that was the thing. So side note, I was like, oh well, he's Greek. Like, because I remember him saying, oh my yaya, my yaya, and I was like, oh, so he's Greek, you know, also because he's from Queens. And uh, so then, but then it said Puerto Rico and Spain on his thing. And I was like, oh, so you're not, oh, he was like, cause he, and then he says like, oh, Yaya is Spanish for grandma. And I was like, I have never heard that. Like I Googled it and apparently mm-hmm. like, it's kind of a thing, but like I, the people I know who call their grandma's Yaya are Greek people. So yeah. I don't know. I thought it was weird. So anyway, so Sister Patterson is like, well, then who's eating first? Yaya, mommy, or New York? And he goes, well, I eat first. Okay. And then mom, and then grandma, and then New York. Okay, first of all, you're doing this in the wrong order. The all the way wrong order. Grandma eats first. Everybody knows grandma eats first. She's old. It's grandma. She did. Like, you fix grandma plate first. That's just science. That's just the law. Oh, she's old. She's not going to eat that much. Make sure you get the little portions out the way. Then, you know, then maybe get your mom. And then, well, also, I'm team fix your own plate. So, you know... Get them for the older people you because you're being nice. Fix my plate. <gasps> I'm kidding. I know. I'm totally I know. Kidding. I know. <laughs> I know. I I know. I know. It, it, this is. It would be too much work, and then I wouldn't trust him to make mine. So it just was. It's just yeah. So anyway, so obviously nobody in that room is thrilled that New York is eating last. And this line is like the one I've been like so excited for this episode just because this is like one of my favorite parts where. Well, this is another iconic line of the week, even though it doesn't necessarily sound this funny. It just was always funny to me. It's you're not going to feed mama and Yaya and Baba and who else is in your family before my daughter eats. No way. No how. I don't know why. Like, it sounds so stupid. It's just like and I think because I was explaining it to Mike and I was like, I think what's funny about it is because she knows that she's saying silly rhyming things but she's saying it dead serious right like i think that's the part about sister patterson that i think is so funny is that she says good punch (laughs) uh she she says absurd things a hundred percent serious so i just playing the role she knows what she's doing yeah I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I know. I've I've gotten she off will. my I've gotten off my sister Patterson was never wrong soapbox ever since uh Huey shared that video about her being like, if my daughter was pregnant, I would have felt it. She didn't have a miscarriage. Oh Yikes. my god. I watched that show and I I like I guess I didn't finish up the season because I don't remember that at all. I do, and I swear I was like, Lady, you need to go have a seat. Get a new wig and have yes. a seat. Yes, wig wig first for sure. So up next is Teaweed. He starts this presentation, and Amaro she he's kind of like going through his thing, and Amarosa's like, "All right, what's your net worth?" And he says, "Over a hundred million. If I want to go get something right now, I can go get it. It's that simple." New York, lovable but dumb, Hmm? 
is like, oh, wow, really? And the other two are like, uh, no. Like, no, yeah. no way. Like, you not know why? possible. You want to know why they're like that? Because if he had a hundred million dollars, why the hell is his damn hair so dry? I thought you were going to say, why is he on this show, period? But mostly that part. Like, I don't like, I mean, he dresses like shit, too. Like, he just presents himself so poorly. Yeah, you got a hundred. Let me tell you, I got a hundred thousand dollars. The glow up will be different. Thank you. You wouldn't be able to tell me. Sure. Right. Like, and imagine, like, and the thing is, like, why are you going to lie so over the top? You know, if he would have said his <sighs> net worth is like $500,000, even then, I feel like that would have raised some flags. But, like, because right. of the way he, you know, looks and the fact that he's on this show. But, like, to say $100 million, like, that's a lot of money. And very, like, very quick to raise a flag for a variety of reasons. Like, what is wrong exactly. with you? So, Sister Patterson tells him, you know, whatever, I'm going to look into this. Like, I I do not buy this at all. And, you know, I'm going to personally check this out. And Teeweed is in his talking head, like, doubling, tripling down, going, you know, that's fine if she wants to do that. I'm personally worth a big, fat bundle. Mm-hmm. With his four finger rings wiping his face. Like, what is wrong with you, sir? He needs to transfer that oil to his hair. Literally. <laughs> what he's lacking what he's lacking in dryness on his face, he makes up for with his hair. Oh God, his hair bugged me from the time he walked in the door till the time he walked out. And you I know what's like, my and It's not even like dry where it's like he also because he keeps taking it from pulled back to out where he's got that little ponytail indent all the time that shit irks me to no end oh my god i don't remember which episode it is but when he had on the freaking vest with no shirt with that freaking ponytail i wanted to just jump into the tv and just fucking slap him i'm like what the Cause he's got well, he had well. Then it was like when he first arrived there, and he had it like his Ed Hardy hat on, and he's got like the the he had clearly just taken it out from being tied because it had that little dent in it. And Sister Patterson was like, "Take your hat off and turn around." And I was like, "Is she gonna read him to filth right here?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, very nice." And I'm like, "What?" But then again, if she likes that little baby ponytail on Alex, you know, on Mister Alex, right, right, she's open to anything. So, up next, uh, things get real dark. Uh, This scene, like I said, this is the Scott's Tots moment, certainly, of the series. Pootie comes in and goes, my name is Pootie, and I sat out there for 40 minutes trying to think about something to say inside my notebook. And as you ladies can see, there's nothing. And Omarosa is, like, shook. (laughs) <laughs> like I feel like it takes a lot to really like to sh- to really like surprise Amorosa and like get her to like break character but she was broken the fuck out like this is the most oh, human yeah. I've seen her so he said he's here to let the world know who he is and he's gotta keep it real <laughs> it's not funny but this part is a little funny 
where he's like he he made a little poster that says caution danger zone <laughs> that was awesome yeah. and he goes this sign says caution i put my because i put myself in a dangerous situation to come here for this is a danger zone and sister patterson already has her hands up over her mouth like already like what the fuck kind of performance art is occurring in front of my face like what is happening right so she says oh also oh i lied this is uh, all the times i keep going oh no this is the best line this is the best line this is actually the best line from sister patterson she says pootie came in with his sad portfolio zero dollars and he made no sense that's a great pun i'm very impressed by her pun game in this moment Oh my god. She it's, yeah, she she hit it on that one. She pow hit it hard. Right, exactly. <laughs> so uh this is a line that I feel like I can hear clearly in my head. And I feel like I say a lot just the way he says it. Where it's like, this is my financial because he's holding up this bar graph, right? And he goes, the stolen This is my bar graph. Right, the stolen bar graph. And he goes, This is my financial situation for I'm broke. And the way he says, I'm broke, I feel like I still say all the time. And Sister Patterson, this is what I was saying before. This is Sister Patterson is cackling. And really, that's what makes this so bad. Like, he's clearly, not only does he look deranged based on the fact that everybody else is, you know. And we know he brought dress shirts with him. Like, we saw it. He's got other clothes he just decided to wear a tank top and cargo pants and so clearly he looks distressed while he's talking about it we already know that he's kind of a little bit out there and sister patterson is just like laughing in his face while he's basically saying he's explaining and this is where it goes from being funny to being really sad like honestly like when i think about it too much i do start to get upset because he's like i have three thousand dollars in my pocket i spent 210 of that to get here when i leave i probably don't have anything because my car's is i remember this too ducking and dodging running for the repo man I, I'm sorry, it, it's not funny. It's just the way he says some of these things. Right. And- while, while it's going on, I don't think it's as obvious he's having, like, a mental It is. Down. It was to me. The first time, now, watching it at first, it's like, oh, my God, like, this is Yo, if you're, like, like saying, no, it was not fun. That's so bonkers to you that you didn't see it. it. I remember, like, this for me was always, like, impossible to watch. Like, I remember okay. watching this and being like, this is so uncomfortable. As somebody who was north of 30 when this came on, I laughed my fucking ass Oh my god, was I just a sensitive like little snowflake who was like this is so sad because I don't like watching people like laughing at people when they like because clearly he's being like honest. You watch like every reality show there is. No, I love to laugh at people who like deserve it but like he's just talking. I mean the problem is. I thought he was putting on a show. No. I mean, when I watched, yeah, I was face, like, oh, he's like, while he's doing this, he's not laughing. He looks like upset. I don't know. But I he just... was in War of the Worlds. He was in that. Oh my God. That's right. That's right. The She's like, okay, like, listen, what is your, well, like, tell us about your earnings. Like, Sister Patterson is trying to get everything back on track. And he's like, I was an extra in War of the World. Of the <laughs> Worlds, not Worlds. And then to, 
Kara, do you know this video? Like, it, it was like, I, I, it was a viral video, and then it got remixed by one of those, like, it was either I Marquis or somebody else, or it was like, so the way he says car, he doesn't really say car, he says ka, but I'm making it sound uh-huh. more Boston. I'm doing it wrong, but it must be a Chicago thing where he says ka. Mm-hmm. But like my frame of reference for it is that song where it's like everybody who rode in an ambulance car. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I haven't seen that one, but I can only imagine it. Everybody, <laughs> it's a guy singing in a barber shop this song about like. Put your hands up if you wrote and like and the the caption for the video is because he keeps saying everybody and who rode in an ambulance car like where people are like what is the name of the song is it everybody or is it ambulance car (laughs) it's like i i i'll find it and i'll try to share it on our twitter it's like i love it and i sing this song all the time it's so embarrassing (laughs) so Sister Patterson is trying to get him back on track and, you know, like, and then he's like rambling about War of the World and they cut out to the lobby and everybody is clearly listening to what's yeah. going on. Like, you can hear it through the door because Sister Patterson is like, Cody! Right, and everybody's like kind of laughing, but then kind of being like, huh, what the fuck? Like, whatever. And so Sister Patterson is like, you got to show us some earnings. And he's like, my hopes and dreams will take me to half a quarter million dollars. Half a quarter million, $125,000. $125,000. His dreams will take him to $125,000. Which, honestly, I'd be happy with $125,000 right now. My broke ass. And, like, so then, you know, Amorosa, surprisingly very human in this moment, is like, you know, Pudi, it's, I really appreciate your honesty and, you know, thank you for sharing all of this with us. And it looks like it's like she's being really sincere. She understands something's going on. Right. Well, she can see she's like with me who's like, this man is not well. And like, I can't believe he made the decision to come here. Yeah. Whatever. So that's okay. I'll be, I'll stand alone and laugh. That's no, Mike's Mike's with you. Mike's with you over there in that court don't worry i'm no i'm no judgment uh so he you know she under i love that she says too she understands his potential which i was like oh that's like really sweet i don't know i just thought that was really nice i'm just i guess i'm just a little sensitive snowflake so boots and oh oh, no so boots oh my god because this is i realized (laughs) i abbreviated bones the same way i abbreviate boots so this Uh... is gonna fuck me up so he storms out of the room crying right and Bones and Tango just like kind of look at each other. And of course, because they are the self-elected fucking peer mediators of the group, like hall monitor ass, like whatever, you know, run out after him. And like, you know, he's there's voiceover audio, although it sounds like chance, but it's voiceover audio of him being like, yo, like I need a minute, like back off yeah white boy comes out the like in his talking head with his like strong ass opinions going like listen he fucking left because he didn't want to be around people like why are you following him so why the hell do you care shut up right like i yeah i don't know i'm kind of torn between being like you're right like you need to give him his space like clearly he doesn't need you to come fucking coddle him but also he kind of 
does because he's you don't know what's gonna happen clearly right like you don't know exactly right. like you need somebody to keep an eye on him he's not in a situation he could go up to like up the stairwell to the roof right or, like, exactly jump off and no one have any idea yeah they catch up with him on the stairs and he's like you know you're embarrassing me leave me alone you know and tango is trying to talk to him and being like listen i understand what you're going through whatever and pootie is like boo-hooing like audible what? sobs which i didn't get because i'm like did he like you know during the him talking about being broke did he just like go dude i ain't got shit and just like it all like hit him all of a sudden and it like, also kind of looked like he was having like a anxiety attack yeah that was my guess it was that it was like i think because that's like what made it so tense for me is like he's trying to yell and explain himself and he's already like self-conscious clearly about the situation and he's like yelling to kind of make up for it and sister patterson is like laughing in his face especially considering he's super macho like this woman is laughing at you for basically while you feel like a failure like so you're already your anxiety super high and you're doing all this in front of cameras and this is going to be like broadcast nationwide i think that he just had like a panic attack oh could be so like because that's the thing because right because that's the thing so because like that was i started to recognize some of the symptoms because just when you're running away and you can't breathe and you're just like 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 audibly like freaking out like that like i think that there's something all the way off so yeah. he storms off kind of again and more of the people more of the guys kind of come out and you know he's like oh my pride is everything to me and then he's like sitting on the stairs and then he just kind of like faints or like or like his eyes are i think open too so i didn't know if it was like he just was falling like he or I... like he just was like like going limp just to be like dead weight like you know oh i just give up dramatic I like fully no conscious or whatever idea. i don't I, know i asked for this because of this scene right here because i never thought about it and you know i mean a little aside about me i struggle with anxiety and depression mm-hmm. and i never looked at it from that perspective until now but like at the time it was just like this dude got so upset because somebody laughed at him. He went outside and fell down the stairs and, you know, well, yeah. just, oh my God. And I I'm remember like, it being like more dramatic. Cause like, I remember So anyway, so they, they do this and they're like, Oh, somebody call, somebody call an ambulance, you know, whatever. And that's the cliffhanger before the commercial. So when it comes right. back and I have a more clear memory of this part where the guys are kind of recapping like what just happened and bones is like, Oh, he just, he tumbled down the stairs. It's like, no, he was sitting and just kind of yeah. went limp like he didn't yeah. like well, it I, looks I, like I, he's like at first when he really starts it looks like he's being a child and going dead weight what's his name bones describes it as like he tumbled like he like threw himself down the stairs which is not the case he slides down like three steps right you expected him to do a full-on superman like I swear I to God, like, I feel like I'm having, right, like, I feel like I'm having a Mandela effect moment where I'm, like, I could have sworn I remember him, like, like, there being more kind of shaky camera, like, unclear of how he fell, but you can see it pretty clearly, like, yeah, what I mean, he did. It looks the same in my mind because another thing, I, whenever I feel like 
like I'm bored or something, I will go back and watch Flavor of Love. I love New York. Nice. I was watching them on Hulu just to do it. Yeah. Right. I mean, while they're there, like uh, plenty of people do. Yeah. I mean, so right. used to do it all the time. Yeah, I don't know. Like this, I don't know why. I guess I just had like a Mandela effect moment where I could have sworn that it was like more confusing than this. So apparently the ambulance arrives and we don't really see any of his interaction with the ambulance, which like makes me think that it's like that's not really what happens. Like, I don't know. So which also like if somebody's saying that they're broke, the last thing you want to do is call an ambulance. I say that as somebody without insurance currently, like, you know, right. like. Right. I don't have I don't have ambulance money even if I need yes. it. So all the guys are back in the waiting room. I guess the ambulance people must have sent them away and they're all like, "Okay, well like what happens when we see him again? Like what happens now?" And so Pudi actually comes back in where they're all waiting and they're all like, "Hey, like how how's it going, man?" And Chance goes, "You left your hat." <laughs> I'm like, why are you like this? So he has no idea how to comfort people. He just like not, and he means well. Like that's the the, the funny part yes. is like he's he thinks that he's doing a good job, and he's not. So Pooty then kind of like turns on the room and he's like, hey, when somebody says they need air, like give them air like you know i just needed a minute to myself i didn't need all of you like chasing me around like you let what you left white boy alone like leave me alone so you know you ungrateful motherfucker we were making sure you weren't about to that's right so that's like tango's like kind of take on it where he's like well i guess you know the ambulance did a great job because he came back same old shit and you know, I, I thought this was so bizarre where he like daps up 12 pack and then goes, back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They're all on me. <laughs> yeah, you're crying in the stairwell and now you're closing Mike Jones. Right? <laughs> like, this is, I know, it was like such a 2000s reference. And I love that it came back, the whole song came back to me right away. Like, actually, well, the phone number, I can't remember the phone number for the life of me. Somebody but... just sent it to me a couple weeks ago. Alvin from Affirmative Murder and like a uh, Flavor of Love season two episode one guest was Love. tweeting the other day that he uh, he said he remembers two two phone numbers the Empire Carpets and Flooring phone number and Mike Jones. <laughs> I know it's like two eight one and that's all I got. As an eight zero zero phone. That's all I remember. The three numbers in the middle, we is where we're missing. Come on, Mike. Carpet, where are you supposed to jump in? Is the carpet that eight 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 one hundred eight 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 eight? Wait, no, wait. Um, no, that's Salino and Barnes. Empire today. Oh, that's Mike. You were you saying Salino and Barnes? Well, I guess. Well. Pootie almost needed an injury attorney, so I guess I was looking out for him. Newark tells Chamo over the intercom uh, to tell them that they'll get the results later tonight, and they all head back to the house. So then we get to the vans, where apparently in between packing their shit up and getting in the van, White Boy basically told Tango, like, you should have stayed in your fucking lane, mind your business. Yep. And Tango is like going off like they're going off on each other like 
losing their mind. Like, you know, and Tangle's like, I did this nice thing. This is the thanks I get. Whatever. And White Boy's like, listen, step out of the fucking van then. Put up or shut up. Like, let's let's fucking go. And I thought he made an interesting point because Chance is holding Tango back. And White Boy is like uh with his fucking string being arms like really like yeah. you know he's scared like he ain't coming out he could get past him yeah right like you couldn't like if he wanted to get by so then tango finally is like i wanted it i would have gotten by him but like you know you're clearly going through something because your friend just died so like out of respect well, he says it when he's out of the van like, yeah well they well right he's like because he's not right in his head right now either pretty much. no he says that in the van but they're like basically yeah. home at that point I think they so, were in two separate vans. No, at the end, no, they come back in the same van, which does not make any sense oh, to me whatsoever. Okay. I don't know why yeah. they would have done that. Because they're more <laughs> interested in a fight than, you know, safety, I guess. I don't I don't know what the goal of this was. So they're back at the house and they're all gathered in the great room, and New York tells them that she's really impressed about how they open themselves up. She says that the highest earner will go out to dinner with her, will win a date with her, and the lowest earner will be going out with Sister Patterson. The Ugh. lowest earner is obviously mm. Pootie. This was, like, this to me was, like, super heartbreaking. He stands up with this, like, to make it super timely, like, the Meghan Markle, like, crying eyes interview face, where he, like, looks at New York and goes, thank you and like does like a quick nod he like stands up and goes thank you and sits down like he's like thanking her for announcing to the room that he's the lowest earner well then he gets he gets an opportunity to go on a date with sister patterson it was just really sad i was like i'm not sure what's happening here but i don't like it and although (laughs) so for the highest earner although research proved inconclusive uh he claims to have the highest earning the highest earning of everybody with a hundred million dollars and basically they pan around the room and everybody's ranging from like oh nice like a hundred million dollars to like what the fuck you know like it's a a full range of emotions and it's teaweed so sister patterson is standing there with a clipboard right and i was like what the fuck does she have a clipboard for so when (laughs) teaweed comes up to like accept his date more or less she's like listen uh i need to do a background check on you sign this release and he's dressed like somebody's grandpa and goes like is he not he's got his like these like pants like the way his slacks are he's old money no, he's <laughs> he's got no fucking money whatsoever. He agrees to sign it because he's committed to this lie. And he's sticking to his story and his talking head. He's like, you know, I, if she's more than welcome to run a background check, like, you know, there's I have nothing to hide. And Mr. Boston is doing a talking head and he's like, I'm literally well willing to bet my life that he does not have anywhere near that much money. Which is like hard same, hard same. That makes uh, Boston so lovable in that moment. I know, because he's like, right, he's kind of the audience in this moment of just being like, I do not believe you whatsoever. So That's- they head out on their dates. And I have to laugh because New York did this weird valley girl affect where she's like, I have to go on my date. Like, excuse me. Like, I don't know what she was doing, why she just decided to pick up a valley girl accent in this moment. But but I don't know. here's what I noticed: as they're leaving for the date, Tiwi drives off. 
Yeah. Patterson and Pootie getting a limo. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess, I mean, I don't know. But then also, like, they didn't show what, I couldn't tell what kind of car it was either. And, like, I didn't know if he was local and, like, it was supposed to be, like, his expensive car. Oh, God. But I don't know. I was, yeah, but I was really surprised that he was driving to the date. Yeah, you never saw that on any other show. I ever. Ever. Like, I mean, on a date, for a date purpose, right? For date purposes. I mean, we watch people drive. I mean, because they drive on, they drove on Bad Girls Club. They had cars on Bad Girls Club, I remember. Well, because I've been watching it back. And they have cars on Terrace House, but that's Japan. (laughs) Side note about Bad Girls Club, and I announced this on another episode. Those episodes are, like, this is season two. I'm watching, like, Tanisha's season. Those episodes Mm -hmm. are 30 minutes long. It seems so much longer. I because it's insanity. So it's like 22, 30 minute at well, like 22 minute 22, 22 minute episodes. I love her. Do you follow her? Oh, of course. Oh, she's such a good mom. I love I I she's the best. Like I just I like her. She shares really good memes and stuff too. Like yeah. she's she's very funny, you know. I I love Tanisha. Like another one, like one of the best people that's ever come out of reality TV. Wow. And and somebody who's honestly grown a lot, it seems like too, because she's twenty one on that show, and she is terrible and just a walking like trauma response. Pop off, son. Pop off. Pop off. Pop off. Pop off. Pop off. <laughs> oh my god. So. We kind of then switch in like classic, you know, VH1 reality show fashion. We're getting clips of the dates, but then also stuff that's going on back at the house. So Mr. Boston and 12 Pack are working on their, you know, lap dance moves because Mr. Boston has it in his mind that New York wants a lap dance and he's going to give it to her. This yeah. is so weird. He's like fake humping the chair and like making moaning sounds and the guys are all like losing like clearly laughing at him but not like just laughing at what he's doing yes. like laughing at him being like this guy's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> he is a weirdo and he's but then like this is the stuff where it's like i can't tell if he's sincere or not because he's like oh if i'm gonna stay in the competition i'm gonna need to do something crazy because it's like he's figured out right away like the longer the more entertaining i am the more likely I'm going to get saved and continue to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Which right. if I think it was Bucky, I believe that was saying that, like that that's what producers were straight up telling them during season two of flavor of love. Like, and oh. who was telling us about unreal again? Who was telling us was about unreal? No, 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 no. Who am I thinking of? Troy. Uh, Troy. Troy. That like, you know, about, um, I, I'm sorry, whoever it was, I'm sorry. We that, uh, that, like, basically, like, you know, producers get, like, assigned cast members, more or less, to, like, encourage them to be messy. So I want to know if that's, like, actually coming into play here. So, oh, he, I don't know, he basically decides that he's gonna do this lap dance and, like, finishes it up and he goes, like, he, like, turns he, at the end, he's, like, shirtless and he, like, turns to the chair and he's, like, Baby, if you want, you gotta pay to fuck me. Like what? Ew. I wouldn't pay. I thought it was funny though. No thanks. No. Ugh, he's just so. Ugh. This. It, ugh. I don't. 
Okay, go not ahead. a Mr. Boston fan, huh? <laughs> no, not at all. Because he's you know, in later episodes, he's just constantly with his finger in his fucking nose. I'm like, dude, we can Oh, yeah, you. he's... No, I saw that during this. He did it during... Well, I meant to write that down, that while he was on the computers, he was, like, talking about... He's like, oh, these other guys don't know how to do a resume. It's like, sir, you are picking your nose on a shared computer. Uh, You're not really in yeah. any position to talk. We can see you. Get your finger out of there. Fucking disgusting. <laughs> so, he... Uh, so, then we get to Sister Patterson and... Pootie. So she takes him to a diner, Mel's Diner, which I think he's it's a famous one, right? Am I going crazy? I believe so. I've definitely heard the name. Uh, I think so. I just remember it from an old, old, old show called Oh yeah, Happy Alice, Days. Back when I was a little girl. Oh I was gonna say, oh, oh wait, wasn't it the Happy Days Diner? Wasn't Happy Days Diner Mel's? No, that was Al's. Al's Al's Diner. Yeah, you know what? Stop asking me all these old people uh, so, so, you know, she's like, you know, th- I guess this was planned ahead of time, like regardless of how this went, she was going to be doing this, but mm-hmm. it like takes on like a sadder kind of tone, like clearly, cause she's like, you can get anything you want off the menu, Pootie. And he's like violently shaking. And he's like, he orders like a chicken soup, he's, like, sweating and shit, like a yeah. cup of chicken soup. And he's like like his eyes are darting around and he can't pick up. he like goes to pick up the spoon puts it down picks up the spoon puts it down and i'm like yeah no he absolutely is like having a panic attack like it's like he's recovering from an anxiety attack well, i didn't oh. i mean i didn't know that then but i was like now watching this as having had several since then like you know i'm like oh yeah no this is exactly what Although, happens to me throughout this i give sister patterson a lot of credit because I feel like during it, she stayed, like, real calm and was, like, trying to be calm with him. Well, like, she's being calm, but she's being, like, an asshole. Because she keeps going, like, because she, she keeps going, he shouldn't be here. Not because... No, no, I mean out with him. Oh, not to him. She's, she is While being, with him, she's being, like, really She's being cool the closest and... attempt to motherly, I think, that she's physically capable of. Yeah. Like she Which is she's still a narcissist, but she is like, you know, has enough instinct to be like, all right, I am not gonna antagonize him any further. Yeah. So she says, uh, you know, she's like what irritated me about this is she's like, Oh, I don't really think he should be here. Not because he's unwell for his own sake, because, like, you know, I'm sure being on a reality show is incredibly stressful, especially like this early on where you're Mm -hmm. right. Like, there's always lights and there's a million people, and And you just had a hardcore reality check, right? And on top of that, right? Like, and you're, you know, you're getting put on the spot to talk about something very personal, which is finances, yes. And, you know, feeling like a failure and, like, not necessarily having your career figured out, which, you know, relatable content. Uh, You know, so he's stressed out, clearly. and But she's saying, instead of being like, oh, wow, it seems like he's going through a lot. It's not beneficial for him to be here. She's like, oh, none of us are safe. I don't feel safe with him right now. And it's like, I, I get the desire to feel that way. And like, certainly he is being unpredictable and you are sitting with knives in front of you and shit. But like, I don't know, to make it so much about like, I'm concerned about my safety and not like, oh, this guy is clearly going through it mm. is like, 
the sister Patterson we know and dislike. Hate. Yes. <laughs> I will say hate. <laughs> she's right. right. She's a good character, but she seems like a challenging human being. Oh, she was my mama. I beat and slapped her like three, four times by now. I yeah, like right? Like New York's reaction to her is just like, you need to be able to check her a little bit. But she's used know. to it. Yeah. So she asks him if he's okay and he's like, I'm scared for my life. And she's like, and we don't hear him say this, but she says, you know, he's like talking about not feeling safe in the house and whatever. And like, but so he's not, he doesn't feel safe in the house. So let's get him home. So right. she cuts the, like... Yeah. She cuts the dinner short and uh, they go back to the house. So then we go to teaweed in new york state they go to this really beautiful looking restaurant uh i think it must be like japanese inspired because it's got a lot of the kind of foliage and the ponds and stuff like that like super cute and new york's like oh this date really needed to happen like i was you know she goes he seems wise enough to be able to earn 100 million dollars and i'm like what is what like wise enough because he's not even smart enough to keep his hair up. <laughs> Thank you. Talk like, big words. And I get, you know, like, and part of me is like, all right, fine. Maybe he's, you know, doing the Mark Zuckerberg, Steve Jobs thing where it's like, if he doesn't really have to think about the way he looks like, because, you know, like, that's the logic where it's like you wear the same thing all the time. But he's dressed really, like, extravagantly all the time. I mean, it looks like shit. It's not good. But like. Right. Like, his logic just doesn't really track about, like, why he would invest so much money in his appearance in some ways and then none whatsoever when it comes to, like, hygiene and stuff. Like, yeah, grooming. Face, ugh, he needs a facial so bad to just so, all that crap out of it. Oh, my God. Just especially as I well, you love the pimple popping videos too, right? So it's like, yes. Oh my God. I live for those. Oh my God. I don't understand it. I, it's not for everybody. Okay. Uh, so she, he claims that she asked him like, basically like where the 100 million like comes from. And he's like, well, I have a branding company. And she's like, Oh, so like real estate. <laughs> like what? Like, like, there's no way you're that dumb. Like, and also, like, especially now that you're kind of getting famous and you have your own show, like, somebody should have had a branding conversation with you. Right. But. So, at this. Love her. You know, she don't pay attention. Not at all. <laughs> and she, at this point, at least, she's starting to seem like a little bit more suspicious. And she's like, okay, fine. Like, I need to ask him more questions to kind of get to the bottom of this. And he's explaining stuff initially at least in very broad terms uh he's like you know so and we have to send the files to the people and you know blah 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 and she does that like famous like it's like a famous gif where like her eyes get real wide and then she like rolls her eyes and <laughs> yes. like a classic new york face because basically she's like at this point she's fucking bored like he's not even being succinct and he's just talking about his business the whole time you know, not talking about her at all. And I love this, that finally she's like, oh, well, you know, like, let's make sure they didn't burn the house down or whatever, because she's, like, done with the date. Yes. And his delusional ass is like, oh, the date went excellent. Like, I love it. Like, this is such a common thing, I feel like, for, like, straight guys to do on dates, is to be like, oh, yeah, like, we had a great conversation, everything went great, and the woman comes away from it going, like, we didn't, I didn't fucking get a word in. 
what are you talking about? Like, I listen to you talk. Look, I wasn't even on the date with him, and it happened so many years ago, and I was bored. I was like, whoo, wrap it up, B, wrap right. it up. Right. <laughs> like, you don't need to go into this much detail. If she doesn't understand what you're doing, like, or, like, also, like, read the room. Her face looked clear. Like, she made a very clearly bored face to your face, and you just <laughs> glossed right over it. I know, and it was plus- the... Right, I know. Like unapolog- unapologetically in your face, like like expressing as much as she could that she's fucking bored. And they're doing this voiceover, showing them while showing them in the limo, sitting as far apart as humanly possible. She's like basically halfway out <laughs> the point, door. Yes. She's like as pressed up against the door. You know, just like could not be further away from him if she wanted to be. And he's like, "Oh yeah, it was it was awesome. Like we were on the same page about everything." Like what? But then she straight up says, like, you know, he walks her to her room and they kiss and she doesn't seem super enthused about it. Uh, She does that Guy Fieri thing where she's like, she's like describing it to him. So I'm like, that's when you that's when you know on Diners, Drive-Ins and Dives when Guy Fieri doesn't like something is because when he is describing the food or not that he doesn't like it, but he doesn't love it. Right. Because he's describing it as opposed to when he's, like, speechless. That's when you know he's, like... You do that, oh, and he just shakes his head. When he's, like, rock hard under his board shorts or whatever the fuck. You know? (laughs) (laughs) I've never thought of it like that. (laughs) You know, the right food, the right food will do that to you. As he walks her back to the room, New York is like, listen, he's fucking boring, but for $100 million, I could probably deal with it for the rest of my life. Yes. He could be Mr. New York. I love that. Just like yeah. I love, a trans- we love a transparent, honest queen. As she walks in her room, Sister Patterson is already sitting there wrapped in a blanket. <laughs> like, just like, <laughs> she's like, just like sitting with this news the whole time. And you know sister patterson is like listen i was at a dinner with him he was clearly going through something it's it's not safe for us that he's here again not giving a shit about his well-being whatsoever and new york is like okay yeah like i'll take that into consideration like i want to talk to him about it and sister patterson's like don't you talk to him about it like whatever because she's scared that he's gonna like hurt her she's like don't don't go off with him don't talk to him blah 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 uh so somehow she like wanders out of the room i don't know what her goal was but like tango pulls her aside and ends up kind of telling her about pootie throwing himself down the stairs which i'm like did they not know i'm pretty surprised the producers or someone didn't tell her yeah like like, let him go on the date and like see that he's losing it i mean it doesn't really seem like they give a shit but like i just was more surprised that like they didn't hear the commotion like if an ambulance pulls up to the building, well, you think they would have like heard three it different whatever. Doors. I don't know. I guess that's true. But like I don't know if I guess it was like while they were on a break, because wouldn't they have been calling somebody else in or something? Like Maybe, yeah. I don't know. So yeah, I didn't get that either. I didn't understand. So Tango and New York have a conversation about like what to do about Pootie, and she's like, Listen, my mom basically said he's like 
it's become a game of telephone at this point. Like, you know, oh, I'm going to like he's going to kill all of us. Basically, my mom said he's going to kill all of us. So I think he needs to leave and somebody needs to tell him about it. And Tango's like, well, I'll do it because I'm, you know, hmm? hall monitor chance. I mean, hall, hall mo- uh, chance. Hall Tango, monitor can you tell that I'm like, so this whole thing like stresses me out. Uh, that he's like, oh, I'm a hall monitor Tango. You know, I'll handle the situation. and so new york's like okay well do it right now and like hits him on the leg and like walks off (laughs) i get hop to it like get to it he's like yes ma'am then tango like we see tango talking to him and this is like the most absurd visual that pootie is sitting up in the bed with the blanket up to his chin but it's like this furry plush blanket that he yeah. looks insane. Like he looks like his head is like he's like buried. He looks like he's buried in sand, but that sand is like a furry animal. <laughs> like it's just up to his neck. Like it's up to his chin with this blanket. And he's like, Man, you need to man up. And Pootie's like, I know. And you know, and he's uh, so he's like, you know, things are gonna go better for you if you get out of here. And you know, you just need to be time. But Tango is like, I don't know, like, I I don't necessarily trust Tango's intentions with this, that I think he's also kind of being like, we need less competition in the house. So yeah. How they're all kind of looking at it, too. So, Pootie ultimately decides that it is in his best interest to leave, and he daps Tango up, and he's like, you know, see you at the reunion, and may the best man win. As as he's packing up, a bunch of the guys are there and, you know, and 12-pack is the one basically dancing around at, straight out asking him not to kill himself, you know? And goes like, are you going to be okay? He's like, just don't like, do anything stupid, man. Right. And he's like, oh, no. and Pootie's like, no, I just, I'm going to go get help when I'm home and, yeah. you know, everything will be fine and, you know, it'll Please. it'll be good. I'm fine and whatever. And while Twelve Pack is being super nice to his face, I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Like he's like really genuinely concerned. Twelve Pack is in his interview. Like, yeah, we're basically like trying to get him out because we're just sick of his drama. We yep. calls him a drama queen. The he man had an anxiety it. attack, and you called him a drama queen. Yeah, he knows of what he speaks. He works at the gay bar. That's true. <laughs> Shout out to Feathers. Uh, <laughs> So everyone says their goodbyes and they see him off as the as the van pulls away and Pootie eliminates himself from the competition. Peace out, Lamonti. That's right. That is his name. Lamonti. So it's the next morning or the next afternoon, I guess. And. All the guys are gathered around the pool table. Chamo has done a complete 180 from his outfit the day before and is in a yellow sleeveless hoodie. I cannot believe how many of these we've seen during the course of the show so far. I want a sleeveless hoodie A now. sleeveless hoodie. Please don't ever in your life. And uh, wild printed like palazzo pants, I guess. And then those horrendous rimless sunglasses that were so popular during this era Uh, what a bad time for sunglasses uh, like fashion in general but specifically sunglasses so mr boston is reading the new york note that they get and she said and it says hello my hot sausage links to which he turns to the group and goes i got one of those in my pants 
funny. He's funny. He that motherfucker is funny. He's annoying as hell. He's but... problematic. Yeah. Just well, I mean, honestly though, we're gonna talk about it a little bit. He does something pretty cool. So, uh, he says like I don't know. The note says something about like they're so hot that they're making her hungry, and they're having a barbecue today. That's basically it. So I gotta say like him a BBQ. A BBQ. Then they they go outside, and I don't know if they're actually doing the grilling, but like they're kind of hanging around the grill. A bunch of them are doing shots. Uh, and then York joins them in her cute little printed bikini. Now I was saying her body looks incredible here. Oh yeah, she was looking real good. She was snatched. Snatched, absolutely, hundred percent. Like tiny waist, you know, just like and like looks like muscular. Like, you can Mm -hmm. see, like, a lot of tone and definition. Like, she clearly looks like she's, you know, God love your your mid-twenties, right? Got that money for the trainer. Right. So, Tango, as she's coming out, Tango's like, oh, Mr. Boston has a surprise for you later. And she's like, well, fuck it. Like, what is it? I want it now. And he, Mr. Boston, at first, I'm, like, kind of, like, laughing that he's, like, doing this whole explanation of being, like... You know? why, yeah, why would you explain it? Just yeah, be like, but, hey, but take then, a seat. But no, because then he just goes, I want to give you a lap dance if that's okay with you. Like, icon of consent. Mr. Boston. Yes, yes. Thank God. Consent icon. Consent icon, Mr. Boston. So, uh, so she's like, yeah, absolutely, 100%. And as he's doing it, which we don't really get, like, a ton of clips of it, like, from like far back enough new york is like into it like and she's like moaning and shit like she's kind of like jokingly into it but like you know she's invested and all the other guys are laughing except uh rico who's like kind of staring like lustfully at the whole situation i'm not really sure how to read his facial expression here i think he wanted to get in on it and not i think he wanted to be in new york spot not boston yeah, I was getting that vibe as well, yeah. a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, everybody, and it's, I thought it was nice, too, that even Chance and, like, a couple of the other guys yeah. are, like, giving him props for being so brave yeah, and really, Chance like, going props. for it. it. Yeah. And uh, once he's done, New York's like, you know, he did an awesome job, and, you know, and they head inside for, like, some one-on-one time, and Mr. Boston, again... Icon of consent goes, you know, would it be okay if I kissed you right now? And or I'm like, says, or it's like, it's the perfect time for a first kiss. Well, yeah, and then he, but he asks. That is true. Like, don't hype up his accent. It's bad. <laughs> do it, do it. Well, it's getting better. It wasn't as JFK. I know. It was, I know. JFK would be a lot worse. Yeah. So, I. Uh, he, but then he's like, it's like weird because then it kind of devolves into like him kissing her stomach and stuff, and like I don't, I don't know what that was all about. You but can he picture him too, just being like, well, now I uh, kind of want to have the sex. I was like, kind of surprised <laughs> Wait, that they ha- they seem to have like a decent amount of physical chemistry, though. I don't know about that. I feel like that's she's not into it at all. I feel like yeah, she, I feel like she's not into it. I know, I and thought she seemed more into and... it than I would have expected. You need to go back and watch. I did. And yeah. Her face, her face spoke volumes. 
And of course, like he's like talking all this shit in his talking head where he's like, if she likes this, you know, she should see what I can do in the bedroom. Although New York was like actually saying like he was a pretty decent kisser. But I don't know if that's actually true or if. If she just was like he was a better kisser than she would have expected. I think she's just saying it. I don't know. Whatever. It was gross. So, he has like no lips. I know. Well, th- nor do I. <laughs> I know. I'm laughing. I get made fun of. I'm always making fun of Mike for not really having a lot of lips. Thin but... bird lips. But uh, that from what? Thin little bird lips. Bird. What is bird lips from? I don't remember. I I'm, no I'm too tired idea. to like think of references <laughs> right now. Then we go back outside and 12 pack and heat are shit-faced. Uh they're behind the grill with tuxedo aprons on and just white boy wasted. And awesome. apparently like 12 pack killed a bee and he is like, "Oh man, you killed the bee." And 12 packs like, "Take it like a shot." Like what the fuck? As somebody who was around a lot of frat dudes during this time, I was like, this tracks. Like, yeah. I see people doing it. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. So then, uh, 12 pack is like talking about how he drinks the most in the house. And since he was already wasted, he had no problem taking the shot. So then we watch him pour some liquor over the bee and then swallow it. And then Heat, like, found his, like, bromance icon is, like, you know, like, um, any man who, like, you know, a man that can drink a living bee, how can you not love that man? Easily. Easily, bro. Like, so easily. Like, (laughs) that's the kind of man I would want to stay as far away from as humanly possible. He's a psycho. Like, right? Like, he's he's so wasted that he decided taking a bee that may or may not have still been alive as a shot. Like, what is wrong with you? So, uh, and then he has heat punch him in the stomach a bunch. So, he's he's that level of drunk. Okay? Uh, (laughs) Then, New York and Bones are having their one-on-one. I guess this is sort of like how she does that thing where she's like, she knows she wants to send him home and she's kind of just like confirming her decision yeah and like trying to get that last minute like just being like right is there anything you want to try to tell me to to save yourself whatever and they rarely if ever do so you know she's asking like oh you know how do you feel about us and he's like i feel really good even though you know the career thing didn't really go that great and she's like oh it's fine you know whatever and he says in his talking head that he's a god-loving person that he doesn't drink or have sex or use drugs now the drugs thing is neither here nor there but like damn no drinking no sex like those are like that's like new york's whole personality (laughs) like to be honest like that's i mean also like i don't know yeah so she's like he's like but i'm still hoping she'll find love be here right exactly why are you here and it's like you know he's he's hoping that she'll find love beneath the bones which that sounds like a horror movie title doesn't it Mm -hmm. or like (laughs) some kind of something dramatic like love beneath the bones uh (laughs) So then he goes, you know, what my strongest muscle is. He goes, you know what my strongest muscle is, though? My heart. 
And it turns out that the heart is actually not a muscle. It's a muscular organ. I googled it. It's technically an organ, but it's made up of like muscle-like tissue. Yeah, that was he would have got instantly eliminated saying some corny shit like that to me. I know. You know what? We don't even need the ceremony. Get out, please. Also, like, I guess this is just like the point of my life that I'm in, where I'm like, he keeps talking about how much he loves God, and I'm like, I'm tired. (laughs) 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 I like I, I I heard you the first time. Thank you so much. Got it. Like, awesome. And she says in her talking head, basically kind of what we're all thinking at this point, where it's like, oh, he's he's such a sweet guy. And it's like she's saying it in that way where it's like friend zoned as fuck, which I mean, obviously, you know, friend zone doesn't exist. Like, I get all that. But it's like, you know, nobody owes anybody anything, but they're just not right for each other. Nope, it's just not, just not, not a good, not a good match. So then... New York walks back out and she walks right up to Tango and like gives him a hug and somehow they end up in a comforter like off in the corner and she's like oh like my back's feeling really tense can you give me a massage and he's like okay and she does this whole thing where like this is where it's like clear that she's like shit faced at this point too because she like you know like backs up into him like doggy style like ass up and he's just like oh Uh, and all the other guys (laughs) yeah like arching her back like making a whole show of it and all the other guys of course are like gathering around and tango's like like it's so weird for me to like see a guy so openly reveling in like how jealous all the other guys are really i don't know like to be so openly being like oh and they're all jealous and like you know i don't know just like kind of owning it owning the jealousy is the part to me as opposed to like i guess that like feeling it makes sense but like talking about it is what's weird to me oh yeah you need to hang around the people i know <laughs> <laughs> i guess i know like the petty compels him i guess so i uh, he's like claiming you know like oh i'm marking my territory from all these other animals in the house and you know oh, that's gross i know that part i, I was like oh we right right you know like okay we get it like alpha male bullshit whatever then you know like they're cutting all the other guys are in the hot tub and chance is calling her over to join them and so she's like oh i'll be over in a second because like while oh so this is like after she's getting the massage and she's doing all this moaning and like making this whole big show of it of course in true new york wasted fashion so she comes into the hot tub and like chance immediately like pulls her onto his lap and is like basically they start more or less like dry fucking in the hot tub in front of everyone which also made me think of like that vine it's like two bros chilling in a hot tub by peter park because they're not gay (laughs) (laughs) except they're all crammed into the hot tub so it's like the opposite of that logic at this point in taking notes, I had, like, lost my mind because I'm, like, just writing <laughs> gibberish. So, oh, yeah. for some reason, he's like, she, I was her raft and she was my lifeguard on my raft. Huh? <laughs> Sir, your analogies do not match up. Mm-hmm. Does not make oh. any sense. Are you a That's raft or do you gibberish. have a raft? I'm confusion. Oh, Chance, you're just stupid. It's okay. We still, 
dislike you. I don't like you. Right, I know. I don't like you, but I find you entertaining. Right. She says at this point, because she's a dumb 24-year-old, that she's the most impressed with Chance because he's so thug and so badass. And you know, the funniest part is, like, where I grew up and stuff, I know a lot of thugs. And he was, like, the running joke of my circle. Yeah? It's like, oh, God. They were like, that dude talking about he a gangster. He only a gangster on TV. He comes somewhere for real. They gonna beat his ass. (laughs) (laughs) He does seem like that kind of guy. He definitely does. You're so right. So, uh, I know, that fucking guy. Now we're on to, uh, like, last-minute deliberation. Sister Patterson in New York discussing, you know, who's going to go home. They're talking about a couple of the guys. And there, there is no real build-up to this. All of a sudden, it's like we come back and they're like... Hey, we're in the room. What's going right, on? we're in the room. All of a sudden, right. Yeah. So so she's like 12. So New York goes 12-pack. And Sister Patterson's like, he's a, he's a weirdo, total loser. And New York's like, but he's a hunk. I was like, I've never heard anybody like say hunk in sincerity like that. Like, I just thought that was a joke. <laughs> like, it's so weird. Then Chance, Sister Patterson points out his big mouth. Uh, heat and Sister Patterson is still on her. He wants to feed Yaya and your last and whatever. Then Bones, Sister Patterson loves him, obviously, says that he's the total package. And New York's like, yeah, he's really sincere. But I have to say, I love his headshot because it looks like the 40-year-old virgin picture. <laughs> but then but then on top of that, he's his shirt, I had to pause it. His shirt says, I'm really excited to be here. That's that's fun. Oh my god, he's so lame. He's such a cornball, I know. I love it. And I used to think, like, I was like, oh, my God, he's so sweet. He's so great. He's, like, so perfect. Like, you know, like, I thought I was, like, really into him, despite him not being physically my type at all. I just thought his personality was really great. But then, like, now, like, I didn't, I don't, I didn't remember him, like, driving the Christianity point home so much. And uh, then the last one we see them go over is T-Weed. New York is talking about how he was too business focused during their date and she just really kind of wasn't super into it and then this is another famous gif moment of sister patterson pulling out the envelope and just being like i have the results right here and just like tapping the envelope she's so cocky i know and then it's like this dramatic like this is right this is this is where the commercial break was yeah that it was like this yes, weird it right back to elimination time it yeah. was like this like cliffhanger like dun 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 as if we were going to find out that it was sincere like that he genuinely right. had a hundred million dollars like we right. all knew that it was a scam like conrad birdie what if you're really sincere if you're really sincere are you really making a bye bye birdie reference Yo, right i now? love bye bye birdie i t- look at that we're learning things about each other after all this time right? you've never known that i love bye bye birdie i you've never mentioned bye bye birdie once oh, so i guess you don't love it that much yes we do yeah i know i also know bye bye birdie do you i do oh. so anyway <laughs> actually they're supposed to be doing like a remake of it where j-lo is gonna be the manager or something interesting it's supposed to be one of those live musical ones like what they do on Fox. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, okay. I the thing for J Lo. I we don't. Need She's J-Lo not gonna singing. have much of a stinging part. <laughs> she, she is supposed to. That's gonna be the whole thing. 
I wonder who Just else stick to your acting Conrad's and stripping. going to end up being like Sean Mendez. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hope like the Mendez, whatever they call themselves. I like him. Mendez Hive doesn't come after me. I just don't see it for him. He looks too much like Luke from Modern Family for me to take seriously. His songs. His songs are catchy. They're fine. I can see why like teenage girls love Oh, him. I get that, That's but like point. he just doesn't there's other people that I get it more and he's not one there's of them. You know, he's no he's no Harry Styles. A true Ooh, artist. Yeah. Laura Hat Murphy. Right? Like so cute, like bisexual icon. Um I Harry was a goofy looking person. He is, but that's kind of what's cute about him. He's oh, like okay. he's like, like he's goofy look looking hair. in a good looking way. I was watching it works. Paul. Harry's was... bisexual? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I wonder if my daughter knows that. I'll have to ask her. Yeah. I mean oh, right. As, wow. long, as long as he's still into women, I'm good. Like, you know, just as long as he's still I mean, not that I wouldn't have that sounded terrible. I meant like good for my crush have, purposes. Yes. Not good. Like I would he's canceled in my mind if he's full on gay. No, I as far as I know that he's in, he's like some I as far as I know, he's very heavily alluded to him being queer. I believe. Oh. I don't know how exactly he identifies, but I know that he's okay. supposedly a member of the LGBTQ community. Mm. Uh, so some last minute uh, elimination, you know, talking heads. Heat is concerned about how, you know, New York and Sister Patterson getting upset about Yaya eating first, uh, which again, she should. Like, let Yaya eat first. Mr. Boston thinks that Teaweed is going home because there is no way he's worth as much as he said. And Tango wants White Boy to go home because he's like, because he's getting on my nerves. How it goes. Grow up. Uh, and New York with like zero chill whatsoever. Actually, she she looks great here. She's got on like pants and a crop top and like sort of like this like only in the 2000s it's like very britney very j-lo like i don't know how to describe it except to call it like kind of like a i don't know what how to describe it it's like a bunch of like rhinestones kind of shaped like a poncho more or less mm -hmm. like i don't know how to describe it at all but like it's body poncho. oh geez <laughs> Oh jeez! So we're so close to the end. We're, there. we're at eliminations. We're at eliminations. Unfortunately, I can't be one of them. Yes, unfortunately, you cannot be eliminated from this podcast. Uh, since she tells them that since Pooty lost his mind, instead of three people going home today, uh, two, three people being eliminated during the ceremony, uh, only two are going to be eliminated. So. She, the very first person to get a chain is Tango. Unsurprisingly, I know. <laughs> Snitch, bitch. And then followed by Real, who keeps getting like second, third chain because they really should have ended up together. I'm so sad about this. He died know. in a broken heart. It wasn't cancer. Oh, RIP Real. 
makes me so sad every time I think about it. Uh, then Rico gets the third chain, followed by Onyx. I don't understand whatsoever. Then 12 pack gets his. He is still drunk. You can see it in his his eyes are like fully glazed over. And she's like, Do you have love for New York? She's sobered up a bit. And she's like, Do you have love for New York? And he's like, What do you think that I don't? Like, what do you think? No, like, he says something pretty funny because it gets her laughing. It was something, wasn't it something like it was oh, like Oh, you don't know what you do to me, or something like that. Yeah, like, it was it like, was You funny, don't know what you yeah. do to me. And she's like, well, you better buckle up. I, for, I at this point, I was just like, I need to get these notes over with. That pooty situation stressed me out too much. Uh, right. Uh, so then after that is Chance. And obviously Sister Patterson is not thrilled. Mm-hmm. After that, uh, she commends this person for their resilience, more or less. Uh, she gives a chain to White Boy. Then White Boy says that, like, you know, it starts out really normal and good. And it's like, you know, having my friend pass away, like, really is like made me reflect on, you know, my life. And I basically he wants to live life to the fullest now. And if he appreciates his life more and he's like, you know, I'm I'm more focused and I want to stay focused and I'm and I'm more focused now because I'm here and I'm saying like is this motivate are you saying your friend's death motivated you to take this reality dating show more seriously that sounded like what he was saying to me to take things in life more serious including this reality dating show which is part of his life i guess (sighs) i don't know uh then uh the the next chain goes to mr boston and, you know, she's like, oh, do you have love for New York? And he's like, I do. And, like, whether or not I'm giving you a lap dance. And New York's face is just like, ah, like, I, I forgot to tell my mom about that one and whatever. <laughs> and, like, all the other guys are, like, cracking up because they're like, dude, why the fuck would you say that in front of her mom, you dumbass? Like, what is for wrong real? with you? And so then, like, you know, so he goes, he's, like, walking away, and Sister Patterson, like, pulls him down, and she's like, did you really give my daughter a lap dance? And he's like, yes. And she's like, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> she straight up goes, I'm going to kill was you. Watching. It wasn't that bad. Calm down there, dude. Well, not only, like, I mean, you really, like, keep the same energy when you're, when, like, 12-pack is getting a pair of your daughter's autographed panties right like keep that same energy sis like get over yourself Mm -hmm. then she says one chain three bodies and this envelope yes equality and i love that she says like one chain three bodies and this envelope dun 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 so they make it this big dramatic reveal of her opening up the manila envelope and like the whole thing and she reveals not only does he not have a million a hundred million dollars his or credit or, or a million or or a thousand apparently uh she claims his credit score is like an abysmal like she i, I forgot exactly what word she says his credit score is a very low 523 he currently has no active credit cards 11 accounts are currently no wait, she not only does he not have uh, no any active credit cards 
he couldn't even get one that's if it. he wanted to. Yes. But that's a lie because you can get one with a 523. You, I was going to say it is. I think it it's is. because he has the 11 accounts in the collection. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. But in the end, they'll but still give you a credit card a anyway. if you have a credit card and you have 11 accounts in collections and you got a 523, you're doing something right. Yeah, <laughs> I been, mean, you've been building that credit somehow, right? I, which right. I mean, is not a great sign. That means that it was worse. That's why I feel <laughs> like I feel like they just wanted to get rid of him, so they really did give her some bullshit information. Well, like I um, didn't really get so basically. So yeah, so I don't think it's worth a hundred billion, but I definitely think they said hundred. Yeah, bullshit, uh, info. And they said that his last job was in two thousand two at Munchie's Pizza. <laughs> He's straight I up. Think there's some kind of Chuck E. Cheese thing with that. I don't know what Munchie's Pizza is, but it does not sound good. Does not sound good whatsoever. Uh, or like a shitty, like Papa John style type chain. Oh. Like it's like you know, like bad pizza, like pizza made by like a non-Italian person. <laughs> you can't have uh, pizza by a non-Italian person. It depends where it's made, though. I know, cause well, like well, Domino's is uh, not the Domino's. Everywhere. I mean, I'm a I'm a Pizza Hut over Domino's kind of gal. But uh, oh, I miss Domino's bread bowls though. Those the pasta ones. Those used to be so good. That's disgusting. I think there are very few things that like deeply repulse me. And the thought of eating pasta out of a bread bowl, and I say this as somebody (sighs) who like loves carbs, something about that is just wrong to me. I think also because it's like a creamy sauce. The chicken on Alfredo bread, bread and bowl just, from Domino's ugh. was out of this world. I don't know. It just it just feels wrong to me. But uh, actually, there's a great dollop on Domino's. Nice. On like the founding of Domino's, it's actually very interesting. Uh, okay. So basically, he denies that the report was is accurate and like is actually for him. And New York's like, listen, I don't give a shit about money, which is like, oh, so you're basically contradicting every. She goes, listen, I said money doesn't mean anything to me. It's like, did you say that? Because you spent the entire episode saying I need a man who can bankroll my lifestyle. Yes. You know, she's like, oh, you know, money doesn't mean anything to me. My love don't cost a thing. But, uh, you know, I don't like liars. <sighs> so then the last chain of all people goes to Heat. Who is also still pretty wasted. Uh-huh. Based on his talking head. Because <laughs> uh, he's like, who's eating first? And he's like, it's like finger guns, basically. He's like, you are. And she's like, yeah, you're wow. right. Because I'm like, because I'm hungry. Hungry. She's yeah. Like, hungry. hungry. And in his talking head, he's wasting. He's like, New York, be ready for the fire because the heat is on. Wow. Wasted. Absolutely wasted. All that to say, uh, T-Weed and Bones are eliminated. Uh, she calls them forward. And to Tiweed first, she goes, uh, Tiweed, he's, like, very defensive at this point because he's like, it's unfortunate you got some information on me that wasn't correct. And she's like, oh. She's like, I really felt you, too. And he's like, I know that. Then, But that's not my information, and I'm not going to accept that. He says he's not going to accept it as he's walking out the door. Hmm. <laughs> How does that work? I know. He didn't, like, sit down or be like, what social did you get? Or 
you know what right like is that actually like, that's how you know he's a fucking liar like where this may like what like mike said this may not be like the correct information but like you know it could be like made up for dramatic effect but like you're not really doing a good job actively trying to refute it exactly no no like it was like back last week how he was like oh well if if you don't believe me then i'm just gonna leave and it's like what i don't i don't know so uh in his talking head he's like oh you want a real report take my card go to an atm like i've got a lot of money in my account like whatever it's like sure you do Sure you do. Take my ATM card. Take one of my eleven credit cards. You know. <laughs> See how you that works. On right, I know. That's mm-hmm. that should be his next investment. Jesus Christ. Uh, then Bones comes up, and she really has nothing but nice things to say about him. To the point that, like, you know, on paper, you know, it's clearly just that, like, their chemistry is not there, and. You know, she says that she's afraid of corrupting him. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what? That's the nice way of what she says in her talking head, which is basically just like he was too nice and it wasn't going to work out. Yes. I'll go just call him boring. <laughs> right? Like, and also like just like a guy that your mom likes too much. Like, yeah. she's not into you any of the guys that her mom... Well, no, because even Real, who for all intents and purposes is doing everything right... Like, ever since he made that comment clearly to appease her mother of, like, oh, God says we don't have sex and I don't I don't have sex. Like, she's bored of him because she's, like, oh, I'm so afraid that, like, her mom likes him too much. And basically, he, like, is so nice in his talking head. He's, like, you know, I hope New York ends up with the man of her dreams because she deserves it. And I just thought that was so sweet. Uh, <laughs> then they all say goodbye to Sister Patterson chamo brings out the champagne and they all cheers and that is the episode we do get a ridiculous bonus scene at the end uh heat and 12 pack are the peak shithoused in that moment yes 12 pack fluctuates between uh at least five different accents okay (laughs) i wrote down a bad russian accent that turns into a bad jamaican accent then then turns into a bad Arnold impression, but also sort of Norwegian. Uh, and then he's awful. like, he's like, she's like, I'm not even going to attempt to do what he's doing. And he's like, she's something about she's from my home and I bend her over like an olive loaf back in Germany. And yeah, they changed yeah. that up completely because the whole time I thought it was Jamaican. And then I, it's like yeah yeah and i was like okay big like, right, like, so, exactly it's like no matter what also, you're like, trying to do he like sounds like slap the bass. but he's right and he's also got a he's shirtless in a with tanning goggles on mm-hmm. yeah i he's it, just they, lost they his were fucking <laughs> they were just absolutely white boy wasted off in the corner what what a way to end the like I feel like that perfectly encapsulated like the ridiculousness yeah, of this insane. whole episode. The whole thing was absolutely <laughs> wild. Like a trip yeah. down the stairs. Yes. <laughs> a trip down memory stairs. Uh Kira, do you agree with who got eliminated? Um for the most part, yes, because Pee Wee was a big old fat ass liar. 
and mm-hmm. Bones, he needs to go on Christian. Well, I won't even say Christian Mingle. No. He just needs to go to church and find him a girl. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like I'm only, like, I'm so tired that I'm just thinking in vines because it just reminds me. I want a church girl who goes to church and read her Bible. John. <laughs> I'm just evolving into just memes. Like, I guess, like, my core being is just memes. TikTok I'm just now. a bunch of memes in a trench coat stacked on top of each other. Like two kids oh sneaking into a movie. God. I promise I'm not high. Like the last couple of days, I feel like because so so quick story. So I was trying to take notes last night, and I went to go reach down. So our bed is kind of high, and I was taking notes in our oh room, and Mike God. was in the living room, and I went to go lean forward to pick up my computer charger from the ground. And I toppled mm-hmm. forward, but was still halfway on the bed. So I needed to call out to Mike. And I'm like, please don't make fun of me. I know you're going to. And you're going to think. Because he had already asked me several times in the night, are you high? And I'm like, no. And I'm like, no, I'm, you're, I'm going to ask you a question. And I promise I'm not high, despite how this sounds. Can you help pick me up? And he's like, excuse me. <laughs> well, because the door was closed. And I the door was see closed. You. Like my, I am sitting I like crisscross applesauce on the bed, but oh fu- fully forward, arms on the ground, and holding myself up. And I'm like, I can't get myself back up, so he had to hoist me back up onto the bed. Oh my god! And you didn't take a picture? I know. No. I'm very furious at myself. I'm, about I'm that sure now. I'll do it again, so I'll get another opportunity. <laughs> it was. I don't know what to, it was honest your legs being crossed doesn't obviously help the situation I, but i didn't know how to get out the of only it way to get out is if you, you rolled home. forward and just landed on the floor i know it would have been bad it was just a dangerous oh situation so so that's how things were going over here <laughs> well as you know i was at the crime and sports show last night i know I I, I did my ride share, so I didn't get home till two o'clock this morning. Oh my goodness. Wow. You had and then yeah. you had a, a bit of a crazy week starting out. Oh my, oh my god. Yeah, we're not even gonna talk about that. Yeah, we're, we're not gonna, gonna go there. Where it was. <laughs> right now that's a pending a pending situation, but hopefully yeah. works out in your favor. Thank you, oh thank my you. goodness. This was so much fun. We love it really well. <laughs> this is so much fun. I appreciate. It. Well, I mean, I guess it's it's good. I guess Mike appreciates. I've never it. had someone laugh at so many of my jokes. I'm excited. <laughs> Do you want him? I'll send him to Phoenix. You can have him. Honestly, <laughs> please Look, take my husband. I'm, please. I'm upset because I did not get a Family Guy or wrestling reference. What the hell, man? That is true. I don't know what happened. Did I throw a wrestling one in it? I'm. Uh, what did I throw in? I'm trying to think what I threw in. No, because you know what? It would be easier to talk about wrestling references if it's um, it was what's her name and what's his name was there. Who? Uh, romance. Mr. Romance. And then event. Well, eventually when we get into freaking, I'm of New York. I believe season two. Uh, Yeah, season two is uh David Otunga. Otunga, Harvard. Oh yes, punk. Dude, that's where his ex Right. Yeah. That's where like nonstop wrestling it's oh, probably well, gonna be all I'm wrestling back. yeah oh back. totally 
for sure i know like the one like one of our biggest wrestling fans that we've had on the show and we just didn't work it out i'm sorry what a disappointment that's how it works out of course though Ah, right i know next time next time all right tell people where they can find you on the socials Uh, you can find me on instagram and twitter under butterfly girl p-h-l-y-g-u-r-l butterfly girl um yes she's a great she's a great and active tweeter i enjoy her tweet so much I've recently become more active because I don't have a life because both of my children are grown. And you can follow <laughs> my daughter. She's an aspiring makeup artist Ooh. at camglam underscore on Instagram. Sonia, oh, I will goodness. send you that directly. Yeah. Very cool. I also love, too, that she can go around saying camglam on Instagram. I know. It's so, it's so awesome. It's oh. so awesome. I will oh, I'm going to go her follow Twitter, her. She's nasty. i'm gonna i'm gonna go follow her right after this awesome oh yeah yeah so you can find uh our show at on facebook at rewind the love podcast and on twitter and instagram at rewind love pod you can find me uh on twitter at sonia marie says you can find me at mr feeney 519 kira one question do you have love for new york I love New York. <laughs> yes. Yes. Love the energy. Great answer. Thank you so much again yes. uh, oh, for, you, for joining I us. I love it. Anytime, thank you for, anytime. Right. Thank you for listening. Thanks, everybody, yes. for listening. We're actually at almost five at the time of this airing. We're at, or potentially close to at least, 5,000 downloads overall. So thank you to everybody Woo. who's listened. Uh, please continue to tell friends. Please Five times. Five times. Five times. There you go. There's a oh, Booker there T go. reference. A Booker T reference. You hit me with the five. I get excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Sonia, we're not getting it. I know. That, yeah. I'm not going that far. Hogan. That's my favorite. I know. My favorite wrestling reference ever. I watch that video all the time. It's that and the, the and the Jay Lethal. Uh, I forced Sonya to watch the Jay Rick Lethal. Flair. I love that video. Did I? <laughs> Just hear that man right there. Say, so oh, what did he say? Something about the four horsemen. Nah. Four horsemen. Nah. nah. That's what we're going to do. Oh, my well, God. You know the crime in sports last night was about New Jack. Oh, was they it? did the New Jack live. That's right. I remember them yeah. mentioning. Because I don't believe they air the live ones well hopefully they um, will this time i, I hope, hope they, they do we'll talk to sarah about it shout out oh because new jack is just a mess i was a big fan of his though he always <laughs> he came out with the shopping cart we just beat the shit out of everyone with so many things and the entire time he was out there they just played his entrance song it was a rap song okay Whole anyway <laughs> Uh, right. Thank you, everybody, yes, for listening. Thank you again, yes. Kira, for joining us. Yes. And everyone, we'll... please remember to rate five stars, review, subscribe, and we'll catch you next time here on Rewind the Live. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>